1: diggy, he got something to say. I like him brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Mm. Name is Fight Boar from the Zulu Nation. So you're in the
0: jam that we can get down. Now let's knock the boots like the group H-Town. You got VBD all on your bedroom wall. But I'm above the rim and this is how I bore. A gritty little something on the New York street. This is how I represent over this here beat. Talking about you. Yo,
1: I took you out. The sex was on my mind, for the whole damn route My mind was in a frenzy in a
0: horny state But I couldn't drop limes, cause she couldn't relate. You, yourself, girl, she said, you couldn't relate You let yourself girl, said, You couldn't relate you yourself girl, said, You couldn't relate you
1: Insane, drive you up the wall, staring at your own piece very strong, stronger than pride, stronger than Teflon. Take it on the Ave, and you buy me
0: links. Now I want to pound of pool thing until it sticks. You could be my mama, and I'll be your boy. I
1: read road boy, never my coy. You could be a shorty in my ill convoy,
0: not to come across as a thug or a hood. But you got the good, like Madeline Wood. By the way, my name's Molly, the five foot freak. They say we get together. Uh, shorty,
1: short stacks. Now I'm remember, the days I used to sport a shag. When I went to school, I carried lunch in a bag with an apple for my teacher cause I knew I'd get a kiss. Always got mad when the class was dismissed.
2: When I dream of fairy tales, I think of me and Shelly. See, she's my type of hype, and I can't stand when brothers tell me that I should quit. Blah, let me start over. <laughs> the stay. All of this stays in. Quit, Nothing oh, you man. can do about
1: it.
3: Okay.
2: I'm starting <laughs> over anyway that's cool when i dream of when i dream of fairy tales i think of me and Shelley. shelly she, she's my type of hype and i can't stand when brothers tell me tell that them. i should quit chasing and look for something better but the smile that she shows uh makes me a go-getter Get
1: her. hey welcome to the black Tales <laughs> podcast with your host rod and karen and we're back for another episode on memorial well memorial day weekend yes uh, you know, so in case you guys say, oh, I'm gonna take the day off, well, we never do. We work hard here, we go hard in the paint on this podcast. Yes, we do. And uh, I guess this, this, well, this Sunday, our Q Salazar of the Boulder Weekly, which is in Denver, in case you know, y'all don't know geography. And um, <laughs> he also writes for, and let me get this right, com, right? com.
2: That's yeah, the address. Just street census. Yeah, just streetcensus. Yeah, just dot com. Right. Yeah,
1: and you can go on there and see what kind of stuff he's talking about, like maybe the top ten hip hop soundtracks of all time, the twelve essential Gil Scott Heron songs. Top 10 St. Ives TV commercials because you need to know this kind of shit. Yes, I do. Especially if you are trying to hang around, you know, black people and you maybe you're not too <laughs> familiar with hip hop culture and stuff. Now you know how to fake the funk. Yes. You won't be like that kid at Tuskegee that was, uh, you know, that hates niggas
2: now. You won't be like him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So say what's up, Jay you
2: What's up? What's up? I'm, uh, honored and happy to be here at the, Epicenter of the studies of ratchetology, and I'm happy to be among you, fine uh, ratchetologists. Um, (laughs) I appreciate your studies, it's helped me become a better father and husband.
1: Oh man, well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. And the other guy is no stranger to people who listen to our show. He's been on the show multiple times. He was part of the uh, Four Loco Marathon podcast extravaganza that had more crossovers than Alan Iverson. (laughs) <laughs> um, we did podcast with uh two other people with uh, Insanity Check, and we were on Where's My Forty Acres? Uh, say what's up to my man Brandon, aka Big Simba, aka Phenom Black, B L A K, no C, please, aka Young B Hop, aka Get With It, aka I told Shorty him he got Short like Stack, fifty names,
4: aka man. Corner Boy, yes, aka, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> aka it's so A- confusing, to also, find him. aka also known as. So, say what's up, man. What up? Say them all. Say them all. <laughs> don't see none. No, it's good, y'all. <laughs> and, of course, if you want to find him, of course, you can go to wheresmy 40 acrescom or you can check him out on iTunes. Search for Where's My 40 Acres. And you can also search for the Eargasm uh, album reviews where they review new music. Him and, uh, I believe, Deidre, who's been on the show several times, talking about fucking people in the ass um and y'all can talk about you know y'all can talk about whatever uh you know you can listen to them talk about hip-hop music and break down new cds like the return of forever and things like that yes sir okay. <laughs> um so thank thank you guys <laughs> and uh let me go ahead and get into the business of the show first um you can go to the black well, you can follow, you can listen to our show. You can uh, join our forums. You can donate to the show through uh, either recurring donations or one-time donations. That's always appreciated. Um, you can always uh, check out the read the blogs when you go there. You can uh, go to iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic and Stitcher Radio. Search for the Black Guy Who Tips. Our podcast will come up, and you can favorite it or leave us five star reviews, which we read on the show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter.
4: I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again. That is the D A T.
1: Uh, you guys are both on Twitter. What are your Twitter handles? Uh, Q, you go first.
2: It's a uh, Q. Underscore Salazar S A L A Z A R Brandon?
1: Oh, it's a uh, phenom black P T N O M B L A K no C please. Okay. So you got that going. Uh you can always um whenever you talk about the show on Twitter, please use the hashtag hashtag T-B-G-W-T for those of y'all that did not understand that, it's TBGWT, the Blackout Tips. Yes, so. and
4: I did not spike his uh, drink today, y'all.
1: Yeah, that's what she says. I didn't. We'll know in 20 to 30 <laughs> minutes. Um, and you can email the show, the theblackouttips at gmail.com. Or call the show 704-557-0186 and leave us a voicemail. We appreciate people that call in and leave us voicemails. We respond to those on Saturday when we do our feedback show. Yep, yep. As always, the official weapon of the show is... The taser. And the unofficial sport... Is bullet ball. bullet ball bullet extreme. Ball
2: extreme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I think, uh, I think we had three different uh, bullet ball extremes right there. Um... So, uh, we also got sponsored this, this time. Cool. Uh, this is of course by Shadow Doll Productions, the number one sponsor of the Black Test podcast. Yes. Uh, they've got another album of audio plays on Amazon.com and, uh, soon they'll have it on iTunes. Uh, this time it's featuring the talents of Lindsay Kilgore for just seven bucks, seven dollars can. You can get comedies such as Hate Puppy, Try, the Paw and some uh, shadow, di- shadow Girl clips or dramas such as One Last Smoke and The Oak Box. Check it out and then they give you an address where so you can go find it on Amazon.com or you can go to their website ShadowProductions.com. and of course I always leave a link on our website where you can check out our sponsors and what they're trying to sell you and see it for yourself.
4: Yes, yeah, so we've heard a lot of this stuff, guys. It's really, really good stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad to see they're starting to compile, you know, some work together of these people. Because maybe you just like one particular voice actor or That's one particular true. type of, uh, you know, play uh, audio play. So now you can check it out for yourself. Cool. Now I don't have a lot of random thoughts this time, but fuck it, man. I got a lot of articles, so I'm on the ball extreme. <laughs> <laughs>
4: random thoughts but i have i have some comments
1: okay what's up Karen?
4: <laughs> my first one is this brandon how did you survive in vegas with all these aliases you went down there with <laughs>
1: <laughs> see that's that's how you move around you have the different aliases so i just dropped the names of different hotels you know what i'm saying if i went to the new york new york hotel i would just be like excuse me no seat please checking in reservation of uh, room 209 uh send the bitches upstairs now if that didn't go through <laughs> i will walk over to mgm and i'll just hit them with the shorty short stacks and all i gotta do for that is throw the do-rag on walk up in there with a limp like i've been shot nine times in the same spot by a marksman uh-huh, and then i just uh-huh. tell them hey y'all had a motherfucking room for me oh and send the bitches upstairs so, you know, it's, it just worked like that. And, uh, hey, man, you know, they always send the bitches upstairs, so.
2: I, I, I do need to confirm something with uh, Rod and Karen, though. What's Am I the, uh, first Latino to be on your show?
4: Uh, probably. Yes, you are. We've had so, Canadians. Yes, you, yes, you, yes, you are. I
1: mean, there could be some secret Latinos in there, but you're the first open one on yes, the show. Yes, if they told us.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So, so i want to be the official latino for the black guy who tips is oh man person?
1: you might you might have some problems but uh, <laughs> i will let you i will let you claim that now whatever type of ratchetness you receive on twitter is on <laughs> you i'm not i'm not i'm not involved in that bullshit i i listen to adjective J's podcast and apparently the latinos have all kinds of racism in and without their own community Yes, so, they do. I'm not. I'm not trying to be on nobody's side, but you know, Q, you always be my dog. So yeah. you can go <laughs> ahead and uh, you can claim that if you want, man. They get, real, they get real. They get real. Angie, I mean, antsy over there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm Panamanian, by the way. I was born in Panama, so you know, I got black folks in my family.
1: Hey, nah, so. you cool with me? I, like I said, this <laughs> they was they didn't give a fuck. They was just like, what Guatemala? That's that's a different type of. Mexican to me, you know, I was like, I don't know what any of this shit <laughs> means.
2: <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, I'm pretty much Mexican living in Denver. But when I go to New York, I'm Puerto Rican. And when I'm in Florida, I'm in Cuba. I'm Cuban. So that's kind of <laughs> how it is. <works. laughs>
1: so, so you just straight up Mission Impossible and shit. Yeah. You go from State to state. Now, I got a question. Because what because what Rod reference made a reference to was one of the guests on Adjunct J show mentioning that you said you're Mexican, right? No, he say oh, Panama. Said you're Panama, but okay. you said when you go some places, you claim Mexican.
2: No, just everybody assumes that.
1: Okay, is that <laughs> does that like does that piss you off because the other people were talking like Mexican is the bottom of the the Spanish food chain.
2: <laughs> not well, <clears throat> not really because you get used to it. I mean, in in Denver where I'm at, that's all there is really. Oh, and but you know when you are talking to a Mexican, they know that you're not Mexican though. But for white people, you know, they all look alike. So,
1: yeah, I think that that inner racism, like racism from people also of the same like racial group, it's just weird, man. I don't get it, dude. It's, I mean, it, I don't know. I don't know why people think that that's acceptable, but then they all want to get up in arms if like a white dude says something to them. Spike, yeah. Y'all racist too. Y'all justifying their racism. We'll get into that later, though, Cause I got a topic I want to touch on. Yes, with that. we
4: will. Oh, and also this weekend I had myself a good time. I had uh we went to a restaurant and the lady said they had some drinks on sale with vodka, and I had her put it with some lemonade, and then I had another one with lemonade and sweet tea, and that shit was good. I just thought I'd let everybody know that. And I didn't realize it's called the Arnold Palmer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Arnold Palmer, I thank you, sir. That drink was deep. <laughs> delicious, old man. I sleep like you do, and I drink like you do. Thank you, Wait,
1: sir. So, so if Karen would get the Arnold Palmer, if Deidre went with you, would they have to give her the Arnold Fister? Like, how
4: would, how would that work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, yes, they would. It would come with the dildo sitting in the cup. Ugh
1: like a oh Black Panther dildo?
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. It would have to be official. Yes. I don't think any men could drink that. No. No. It would yeah. be like a little umbrella dough. It, it, it wouldn't be nasty. It'd be like a little cute little umbrella.
1: Right. Okay. Bachelorette party drink. Yes. Uh, Alright. So, let's get into some podcasting. Um, I, I've been watching The Silver Surfer uh, on Netflix streaming lately. And apparently it was a TV show in 1998 uh, along the same lines as like the X-Men and spider-man car- cartoon shows used to come on fox but i didn't i never knew about this show man i, I i've never seen an episode of it before nope it got to netflix I, I, are you guys uh you guys ever heard of uh this cartoon i remember it but as far as it goes it was just like and Batman animated series and x-men was the only stuff i was fucking with i re- kind of i vaguely remember it i didn't take any and spider-man i didn't invest any time into it other than those three
2: yeah, it only I had... Uh, or, mm-hmm, go ahead, Q. Oh, I don't remember remember it coming on either. I just saw X-Men, and and uh, that was it. And I watched that quite a bit. I think... When did you say it was come out? Like, 98? 98, according to uh, Netflix. Yeah, I wasn't... I was already grown. I don't oh. watch cartoons anymore.
4: Yeah, I, I, I watch cartoons to this day. I'm yeah, 32. Yes, I watch cartoons forever. My mama told me I'm going to turn into one. I told her, I don't give a damn. Cartoons get paid. Oh.
2: I still watch them, like, on Netflix, but, like, getting up on Saturday morning when they showed it, nah. Oh, no, dude.
4: no, that that's what DV, DVR is invented for grown folks. I don't wake up for that shit, I DVR it. <laughs> nah, I
1: think I, I think I used to, I definitely was waking up for that shit when I was younger. Uh, yeah, even, when I was
4: younger, now. Even
1: when I was uh, in college, though, like, we would stay up late to watch Dragon Ball Z and shit like that. Like, cartoons have always been a part of my life. Um,
2: I used so. to wake up to watch X-Men all the time, though. I, I came on at 10 a.m on Saturdays on the Fox and I used to set my alarm to it too. So I can get up on shit. And
1: I don't remember exactly that, that, yo. Say that again, Brandon. You couldn't you couldn't miss an episode of X Men back then because they had so many parts. Right. Like, you know, you would come back and Nightcrawler would be gone and Gambit would be pissed at Wolverine. And Cyclops and Gene wouldn't be fucking no more. And you'd be like, what the hell went down <laughs> in the past two weekends? Yeah, that was a fast <laughs> movie De- De- show. This
2: episode is, like, part three of the Phoenix series. Like, what?
1: Oh, man, that was you so know, epic. You know what was cool, too, is, like, uh, they really didn't hold back many punches for the plots for kids of our age, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're 13, 14, they're talking about time travel, alternate dimensions, space travel, and <laughs> warp holes and shit. And it's just like, yeah, I get it, you yeah, know? That's what they did to Morph. You remember, they did that to morph within like the first two episodes they yeah. basically like left him behind as a captor and for the rest of the series whenever he showed up he was trying to kill wolverine right, right. like just based off of that like he became like a crackhead and everything it was ridiculous if you yeah. go to- to watch it <laughs> yeah it was deep man so i'm watching silver surfer and You know, I don't know if you guys are ever into comic books, but I used to read Silver Surfer, and he is the most bitch-made comic character of all time. Like, he has the most powers. Like, he is blessed with, like, this power that is vague. It's called the Power Cosmic. And it's fuck, which is extremely vague. There's no way to put a hold on what it can do, but it pretty much can do whatever he wants it to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen him use it to freeze his enemies. I've seen him use it to zap power from people, to give power to people, to kill people, to take them back to life. And the whole time he's always just bitching about his circumstances, you know? Yes. Woe is me. Who am I? I'm so powerful. I can't remember anything. And then like. He gets his memories back, then he's like, oh, I'm even more sad. So, like, you know, <laughs> most of his uh, comic book is spent by himself just pontificating on his plight. It's pretty, you know, it's depressing, pretty depressing. Yeah. For, <laughs> you know, so I, I was like, I want to watch this shit anyway. Okay. And I started watching it. And uh, for those who are into comic books even a little bit, you probably know who Galactus is, right? Right. Yes, Galactus—he's a huge planet-eating dude. He just shows up and devours entire planets. Like yes. he's, thats how he—that's how he lives. He's like the world's most powerful crackhead. Like <laughs> he's the most powerful crackhead in the universe. All he does is look for a fix. Oh, and he just—he doesn't give a fuck either. Like if you're sentient and your planet got all kinds of good shit, he'll eat you just as fast as some other planet that has no life forms. He don't give a fuck. right Right. and And he's all all powerful man he's like god but um like it's funny though because whenever there's a sentient like life forms on a planet whenever there's you know actual intelligent life he'll show up and then like the people on the planet will try to reason with him Why? right like I always wonder like why do you try to talk to Galactus it's not like you know it's not like he's not a nigga that eats planets for a living you know what I mean? <laughs> he eats planets for a living. He doesn't give a fuck. Like you can't be. But, but Galactus, I live on Earth. Can't you please spare us? And he's like, away from me, weak nigga. And then he eats your shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 and it happens. It is happen. It's a, it's a uh, comic book cliche at this point because, you know, it happens. You know, every like three or four years, Galactus will eat some really important planet or try to eat it and you know get swayed somehow.
3: Yes.
1: But it's always like just they're fighting against hope just to fucking get <laughs> this dude to stop. And I am always like why y'all could be spending these moments fleeing.
4: Yes, from the planet. Yes. <laughs>
1: like get the fuck out.
2: He's does not... he have any homeboys? Does he have a crew or anything?
1: Uh, no. no. No, what he does is he uh empowers one what he calls a herald. And a herald of Galactus what you would do is like he gives you like I don't know, power of Fire, or, or like he gave with Silver Surfer the power of cosmic. And you go to the planets and you scout for him places to eat. Yeah. <laughs> so you're basically like his fucking, uh, you're like his uh, his iPhone, uh, guided system. You know, like, turn left here, you know? And, <laughs> and so you, you, you take him to these planets, and what Silver Surfer was doing, he was trying to find planets without intelligent life on them.
4: Yeah.
1: Right? That was what he was going to do. He was going to outsmart Galactus. Uh, but Galactus erased his memory, and he ended up leading on the planets with life and everything. He, didn't get, you know, he didn't know any better. So, uh, he did. So that's basically the only person he kicks it with is the person that tells him where to go get something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like he
4: only kicking it with the the waitress at IHOP or something. Right. Like that.
1: And I don't know why he's not fat. Like Galactus no. eats planets all day, every day somehow this nigga is in tip-top shape like what is he is there a, is there a galactic treadmill somewhere that he's eating man nutrients. he's
2: got low metabolism
1: <laughs> yeah. i mean i don't know what the other plants he eats are like but you know before man came through and crushed the building on earth we was 75 <laughs> percent water and the rest was vegetable so that nigga was basically eating like a vegan i mean that, to be honest Shit, at this point I, don't, I, don't, I don't, what, now i don't know what he'd be eating just about anything At this point, I wonder if he'd show up to Earth and be like, Ugh, this is nasty. Y'all done fucked this up. I'm good. (laughs) Where can I eat and not get diabetes? Yeah. (laughs) I'm actually gonna roll up the street to bars. Y'all niggas is tripping. Now, I got a question, though. Okay, so, I don't know if y'all watched Heroes, but is Peter's character in Heroes based on the Silver Surfer then? Oh, no, but he was also bitch-made. Right, he was the most powerful character in Heroes, and he was a bitch with a crooked jaw. Like, every time he got upset, it looked like somebody was fishing for Peter, and the hook landed right on his upper lip and was just tugging at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time he got mad. But he was the most bitch-made character on television. There's no way you can pull everybody's power from them. And he just didn't even know he had powers. Like, that's what made it even worse. My man would start flying and be like, I can't control this. All right, Peter. Let's go, go lay down somewhere, Peter.
2: Now, isn't there a character that's similar to Silver Surfer that people get mixed up all the time?
1: Man, don't get me to lie. I don't know for sure. I only know the Silver Surfer uh, because I read those comic books, and he was a straight bitch, man. Like every, and the thing is, because he's always by himself, he's like just like there'll be three or four pages in the middle of a Silver Surfer comic with him just like cruising space on his surfboard. Fucking talking to himself.
4: What? Well, I have a question. For him to have artists he didn't have an iPod an iPhone and nothing to keep his hands entertained while he's floating through the galaxies. Just him and that surfboard, dog. Wow, that's
1: sad. Kid Cudi. Like, Silver Surfer is the equivalent of Kid Cudi. That's a great he's got, point. He's got everything he could ever want and he's still a depressed motherfucker. Yes, like, he's, he's like the Drake of superheroes. No, at least, like, Drake, <laughs> Drake at least gets pussy. I don't believe Kid Cudi even gets pussy at this point. I believe he just sits and he sings, and he just yeah.
0: well, uh, got a million
1: dollars. What I'm gonna do with it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it feels, dog. This shit is depressing, man. Um, the other thing, man, we went to the movies today. Uh, well, yesterday. Today, yes. We saw The Hangover Two, which I thought was okay.
4: No, it wasn't yeah. great. No, not as good as the first one. Yeah.
1: Um, and and also, man, you motherfuckers on Twitter, if you don't like Hangover One.
2: No, don't
1: ask me about Hangover 2, just don't go see it That's right Jesus Uh, Like this one dude hit me up and he was like Well, the Hangover 1 sucked So this one must have been okay if you laughed one time out loud I'm like, dude, like, why the fuck would you think this one was Why did you go see this one? Yes Like, why did you do that? You didn't like the first joint How come you can put people in Twitter jail, but you can't put them in like Twitter purgatory? I need like Twitter prison where I can just remand you to Twitter prison and not just mute you, but like no one can see your tweets for a while. That's what I'm saying. That's Twitter purgatory. Yeah, we all should be able to vote. You just (laughs) go somewhere and you float around in an endless Twitter of spam. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. It's it's you like, oh no, they're spamming me again. I don't want a free iMac. I don't want a free iMac. I want to see if but, Joe Buttons is beating on Esther Baxter again <laughs> You know what I'm oh. saying <laughs> I'm just saying like that. that's what you should be able to send him Twitter purgatory
2: But like you know uh, I work with this dude um, he, He'll probably listen to this too But it's funny he he, he like got Lady Gaga's new album it's like the Lady Gaga album sucks
3: You said dude like, right
2: Yeah but he's, a, he's the A&E editor for At My Job So he, he gets all the pop music and stuff I was like, really, it sucks? I was like, Did you like her first album? Do you like any of her music at all? He was like, Nope. I was like, then why are you sharing this opinion? And you know, it's like there's nothing to add there. You know, you don't like it in the first place. I mean, what's gonna make the difference with this album, you know what I'm saying? So it's funny that people go ahead and, and they, they take in the stuff that they already know they're not gonna like. Why waste is, the time?
1: Is he a gamer nerd too? No. <laughs> like you just described a perfectly like 100 percent gamer nerd. Like it, only he does it with Lady Gaga albums. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, I would consider myself a self proclaimed nerd, but God, I don't I don't like I don't like other nerds. I just don't. They're not cool. I don't appreciate this shit. Like being lumped in with them sucks. Like whenever I hear nerds go on this big ass rant about how Avatar sucked, I just fucking get mad. Like the dude, just chill out. Nobody thought the shit was Shakespeare. Nobody walked <laughs> in there for that. It wasn't supposed to be. I don't. I don't just, care just. If it was like Dances with Wolves, I don't care. Yeah, I wanted to see Good. 3D. I wanted to see 3D ass whoopings. I was not sitting around going. But unobtainium is a stupid name for an element. Ugh, oh, shut fuck, yeah, Go fuck yourself is. with your Twitter account and your endless. Endless opinions yeah. that nobody gives a fuck about.
4: Yeah, and you know what I think with uh Twitter and Facebook with the of these things, people really act like sometimes everybody wants to hear their opinion. And I think also we're in a society now, people love to complain and I don't. So I'm like, Y'all, if you don't like it, why torture yourself again through the process? If I don't well, like the music, I'm not gonna listen to that well, shit. Well, I don't wanna get I don't wanna get
1: self righteous. I'm not saying I'm above any any of that, but I just I'm just saying in general man like the general consensus of of entertainment among nerds is that it fucking everything sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> everything. Like there's nothing they like and the only time they will say they like something is some shit that they know you're not going to see. Yes. So they'll be like, "Oh, I love Doctor Who." You're like, "What? But, but you know I'm not going to watch that." So you know if I did watch it and came back and was like, "Yo, this kind of this kind of sucks like everything else that you claim sucks." I mean, it's not that much better than whatever. Like, I just can't do it, man. I, I can't listen to the 12th time that you ran about Watchmen. What made it, what made not it even, bad was. This, oh, my bad. Go ahead, Q. Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, it's not even Doctor Who that's recent. It's the one from the 70s. Right. It's
1: just yeah. some. <laughs> <laughs> the, funny, the funny shit is, like, when I see something that they do like, and I'm like, but this is kind of whack. And, and this. It's just like, I watched uh, Smallville. Um. And, and fucking nerds, they love Smallville. Because nobody watches that shit. So, they love Smallville, and and they claim, oh, it's so great. And so, you know, I might say something like, oh, man, you know, I I really did enjoy uh, Watchmen. You know, I I know it wasn't as good as the uh, graphic novel, but, you know, I I thought it was a pretty good movie translation for what you can do in, you know, two and a half to three hours. Yeah, well, you know, if you really want to see a real superhero come of age story, you need to watch Smallville. And I'm like, I did. Can we just remove an L from that and call that shit Smallville? Because nobody cares about that. Like, I'm sorry, I don't care. It's like watching the growth of Superman, it's like watching a motherfucking plant grow. I don't give a fuck about the stages that it's going through. I yeah. don't care about that shit. And it's 91210 with superheroes. You, y'all seriously need to go somewhere and sit and think about this. I feel like nerds just go against the grain of shit just because, like, they already feel socially unaccepted. Right. But now it's a large group of nerds That feel socially unaccepted And guess what they all accept each other
2: Right I it's mean like, and, oh. the
1: thing, and the thing is like I, I have no problem with You know if you want to bitch about whatever I get it I get it I really do But it's like once it becomes Like I can't enjoy anything Without having some nerd come in And tell me how fucking terrible it is Man get off my dick man I don't care Like, I, like I, if I wanted to hear You know you did some shit i I listen to your show or read your blog or follow your Twitter feed but like if I just say like yo I saw the hangover too and then you gotta tell me oh you actually laughed one time like come on man chill yes I laughed one time I'm a fucking human being some some of the shit was funny believe it or not they didn't try to make me laugh once they tried to make me laugh a hundred times and some of them made me laugh like I don't get the whole you know well I fuck it everything sucks man like what kind of world do you live in how do you wait I think just saying shit sucks makes them happy it does, yeah, though. But that—that's how go, I felt it, about.
0: Um, my bad. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, it, it just seems like they just like going against the grain on purpose. Like it's always something that everybody loves that they hate. Like everybody loved Inception, but I ran into a dude. Inception sucked. I'm like of course why? Did. Oh, it just sucked. I'm like okay, uh-huh. gee, thanks for your opinion.
1: <laughs> yeah. It just—it doesn't make any sense. And I mean, it makes sense to me. I understand what they're doing but i just don't care like i don't care dude stop fucking whining stop crying about everything what the fuck do you enjoy oh this is like i was listening to spill earlier today you know i was on the plane and i listened to them and i used to like spill a lot because they would do reviews and they did it from the perspective of we went to see a movie we're four guys who went who four regular guys who went to see a movie and this is how we felt about it now, I feel like they're more going into the whole critic mind frame, where if you know you're going to see The Hangover, don't start comparing it to shit that is not The Hangover. Don't do that. <laughs> that is stupid. It's fucking retarded. I'm not going to go see Shrek and go, man, this is this just made me want to go home and watch Black Swan because I
2: needed something intelligent. To focus
1: on. Like, what the Fuck you. You went to see
0: Shrek.
1: Yeah, I, I also think I also think nerds get into the habit of cataloging shit just to diss it. Whatever, like they'll they'll do something like say uh say they hate PlayStation Three, right? But they don't want to just come out and say I hate that shit. I'm never gonna have anything good to say about it because then the other nerds will be like, "Well, you never even play it, so how can you fucking say that?" So they'll go like buy a PlayStation Three, barely play it, and then shit on the PlayStation Three so they can feel like. They have the authority to justify the feelings that they have before even touching the fucking PlayStation 3. It's like I always say, I told you it sucks. I have one. It's like, so you made a fucking $500 investment to tell me that, so I, so you can go, no, no, I know it sucks because, you know, I have one. Like, it's not even genuinely that they don't like it, and that's what I don't like. It's not genuine dislike. Like, I genuinely don't like some romantic comedies. I like, I genuinely don't like Sex in the City. I think it, there are two movies that are pieces of shit. I genuinely don't like them. It's not a, oh, I hate Sarah Jessica Park because her face looks like a foot. No, I genuinely just don't like them. And I'm not, I'm not gonna go buy the DVD series and force myself to watch it so I can tell you why I don't like it. But when people who, people who do that, it's like they need, it's like those people who give you those underhanded comments. Like you'll say something like, man, you know, I like playing my PlayStation 3. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation Three is good if you don't have an Xbox. Right. So like, that was completely. First of all, like back smack the backhand from hell should come across your face at that point. <laughs> that's you all that. Y'all want? I be want to smack the fire out of people who do that. Cause it's yeah. that wasn't that was pointless for you to do, and now nobody wants to hang with you, which is why you're socially not accepted.
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> going on. Those systems came out like five, six years ago now.
1: Yeah, at this point, I think we might be living through the longest generation, generation of, of consoles yes, ever. Like, I, yes. I don't know if there've ever been three consoles that stayed around as long as these three no, have. I think without, the
4: economy really affected a lot them coming to release. Yeah, like there hasn't versions. been a
1: new one, but but the point being.
4: You know, nerds, chill out, man. But um Yeah, do you think nerds are like movie critics? You know how you we mean? was talking about how the movie critics if something is just popular, they just find a way to just say that shit ain't good or they just want Some to movie the critics. critics, there's a
1: lot of some good critics. movie critics. I mean, I mean I yeah, there there I would say the no don't get me wrong. I would say the vast majority of movie critics are actually pretty good at their job. It's, it's the ones who get popular are popular because they go against the grain all the time. Okay. So it's like, okay, well, let me just shit on, you know, a movie that... Oh, let me just shit on Inception, and let me tell you why, uh you know, whatever movie sucks. And, you know, it's just... It, I, I just feel like nerds get really predictable because you can almost always predict what their response to shit will be by the by the actual commercial success of whatever it was. So if Scott Pilgrim or Kick-Ass doesn't make a lot of money, but both movies, which I think are excellent, they will love those movies. Even Even though they have flaws, they will not even consider those flaws. It's just like, fuck it, I love it all nerds have to love it <laughs> nobody saw this but us and then you throw out something like say The Dark Knight and then it's like I can't stand his voice you know it's like well this shit was up for that a argument pisses me off like it <laughs> out of all the things you could focus on in a two and a half hour film or two hour not two and a half hours but two hour film yo you're pissed because of his voice like the Joker's performance is one of the greatest performances of what 08 was yeah. when The Dark Knight came out Oh eight, oh nine greatest performances that year and you're bitching and shitting yourself in complaints about how he disguised his voice i guess he was supposed to walk around with some type of auto-tune electronic device my bad t-pain doesn't exist in golf let me let me take it one step further (laughs) let me take it one step further this was the sequel so if you had a problem with his voice and it was that fucking bad that you just could not possibly enjoy the movie the fuck you doing seeing a sequel like, you knew this when you walked in the theater. You were like, I hate this voice. I can't take it. It sucks. But all of a sudden, it becomes one of the most critically acclaimed um, uh, uh, comic book movies of all time. And then uh, nerds have to turn on It's just what they do, man. What's that anyway. if they categorize him? If they, when they do that to Christian Bale, they categorize him as the the Christian Bale voice. Like, he didn't star in good films before that. Like, right they- yes this like he didn't do what 310 to yuma like he didn't do equilibrium they put him in that category and they go well he's just a suck ass actor because of that voice no you know what you can do (laughs) you know where you can go and i would suggest you probably not wear a shirt or anything that'll draw heat all right man so um i'm also sick of these white people talking about movie etiquette Okay, I live on the white side of town. We yes. go to the white movie yes. theater. Yes. These white people do not know how to act in the fucking yes. theater. No, they do not. I don't know how they keep, I don't know how they stuck us with this stereotype. Yes. Like, I was, I was got dangerously close to getting up and being like, do I need to find an usher? But my pride wouldn't let me do that. <laughs> so I'm too much of a fucking man. I, if I want you to shut up, I just turn around and say, shut the fuck up. But, but there was these kids there, man, and we were trying to watch The Hangover. And I think these motherfuckers thought they were starting in the hangover. Yes,
4: they were hungover. They were drunk. This was very fucking
1: annoying. <laughs> like it was just real. I don't know how they get away with this. They do this in all the movies, like the white movies, like Jackass. You know, they do it in that Eight Mile was another one where that happened with us of course still magnolias you know the whitest of the movies (laughs) she said still magnolia yes (laughs) we like
4: the only black people in there you're like oh come on
1: yeah and if i
4: tell people this they won't believe me anyway
1: like i'm gonna start recording this shit so y'all can hear it so you can be like we need to stop this stereotype yeah old white people are the best i'm just that's just what it is old old black matter of fact old black and old white people old people period are the best for movies they just are any other age group before that, I'm tired. Ty- I've gone into so many films where the person gets on the phone and I just be wanting to smack the phone out of their hand. Like, you paid $13 to come in here and have a conversation.
4: Not that again. Yeah. That's
1: what you did. <laughs> That's what you. Fuck you. Like, seriously. Get the fuck up and walk outside. Is it that hard for you to get the fuck up and walk your wobbly, lazy ass legs outside? Take your popcorn with you, goddammit. Have yeah, a piece, and, you know, then, it's and like, the group that, that bothers me the most are the young white teenagers, especially the males, because like, they're trying to impress each other with these quips that just are fucking stale, you know, it's like, oh, uh, uh, hangover hang hangover like my balls, uh. and you're like, dude, that shit's not funny, why did you just talk over this punchline in this part of the movie?
4: Yes.
1: Like, maybe that's why the nerds don't enjoy the movie, maybe they're going... And all the cool people are there, and and they get upset when they talk over the movie. I can understand that, nerds. I yes, get that.
4: I can understand that, and I can't remember. Uh, what was that We went to go see a movie, and when we left, the old people was upset. Uh, when we had left, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but um, uh, when we had left, the people was the old lady was talking about. She didn't know she was going to see a porn. And oh no, that, we
1: saw uh, we saw uh, uh, Hall Pass.
4: Yes, and all that happened was that it was dick showing. That old lady was furious baby We was walking. She's behind us. She was red. I didn't know we was going to see a porn. I thought, lady, if that's a porn, I told my, you ain't seen nothing yet.
1: Well, it was rated R. I yes don't know what she was doing bringing her 12-year-old daughter in there, though. I remember when y'all
3: talked
1: about that. Yeah. All right. So, um, the other thing, too, man, um, I was in the drive through at Wendy's, uh, one day, and I had my window down, uh, ready to order. And I heard the dude in front of me. The chick was, like, talking to him on the uh, intercom. And he started flirting with the chick through the intercom. And I was wondering, like, uh, what is the etiquette for this? Because I don't know who these dudes are that flirt with chicks sight unseen. Like, I can can see if you knew what she looked like when you was going to get around that corner. But, like, you pull around that corner and, like, literally, and I'm not exaggerating, this chick was a midget. That was working <laughs> the drive. Like, what did he do then? Like, I wish I had another speaker where I could hear him talking to her uh, from from the the drive-through window. Cause I I mean, it was like, dude, is the hookup on fries that good? Is it that much to get the extra no. fries in the bag? Mm-hmm. You guys, do you guys do that? Do y'all uh, ever holler at the attendant to the drive-through? Holler at him! She can't hear what the hell I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Large fries
1: number two,
0: <laughs> <laughs> orange soda. That,
1: that's about it. Don't holler it. I'm doing. It. I don't. I can't holler at minimum wages.
2: You just, you just never know, man. Because you pull around that corner and should be missing teeth. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> I used to, I used to have a not a roommate, but a sweet mate in college, and he was just the beggingest ass nigga I ever met. Like he would, he would do shit like show up at. He'd be like, Rod, man, because I had, a, I was the only one with a car in my suite other than my, uh, my boy John. Hey, Rod, man, can you give me a ride to Wendy's, man? I just want to get something to eat. And I'll be like, yeah, man, I'll give you a ride to the Wendy's. Now, most motherfuckers know the homeboy code is you don't have a car. I take you somewhere to get something to eat. The minimum, you supposed to at least hit me off with a dollar or two for gas. Or oh, maximum, meal. buy me something to eat. That's right. i offer yeah. to get you something. Yeah, right, right. You know, yeah. that's, that's the homeboy hall of Everybody knows this rule, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. We, this nigga never offered shit. Well, then he would never get a ride. Well, the, obviously, I didn't notice the first time. Okay. But, like, you know, I, plus I was a freshman. I didn't know better. So the first couple of times I took him up there, and the other thing that should have tipped me off was he was the dude that tries to holler at the chick unseen. Uh, <laughs> and he would holler from the passenger seat. Oh.
2: Uh, so so now, it looks like
1: it's you. Yeah. Now, I'm sitting in here. Like, with this nigga on my passenger side, and if she ugly, he just tried to duck down. Like,
2: oh, fuck <laughs> <so much."
1: laughs> Aww. And it was like, he was a terrible homeboy, man. And then, like, one, and I actually ended up losing this dude as a friend, which did not bother me too much. Because he owed me so much money by the end of the time. Like, a few people owed me money, and I don't play that shit. So I just started putting a post outside my door with, like, a list of motherfuckers that owed me money and how much. And was like, don't enter my room unless you have my motherfucking money. And (laughs) I I lost a lot of friends that semester. That's all I can say. But
4: but shit, you know you owe me this money. I know you owe me this money. Yeah. I
1: I, I don't just write shit off. One dude dude threatened to fight me like it was my fault he owed me money. Nigga, we just got to reaction.
2: I'd like to see the reaction when they see the list. like, yo, man, I'm going to see my homeboy, Rod. Yo. Yo. Oh. Oh, I heard I heard the reaction cause I was on the other side of the
1: door with the door locked. The fuck, yo, this nigga got my business all out in the street. I ain't broke nigga. I got money looking like old boy that dropped his money on the steps and parking wards and they put the boot on his car. <laughs> fuck I'm out of here. I can't stay. I don't understand, but that's a that's some nigga shit. When people get at you get mad at you cause some shit they know they did wrong. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, come on nigga. You knew you owed me twenty dollars. I'm just saying, though, we supposed to be boys. That don't mean we both supposed to be broke, nigga. Can I have my money back? Like, damn. Yeah, it's very. it was very frustrating, man. And it was like, it was more, it was more, and you know, I'm a principal motherfucker. So I actually got more upset the more they got upset. Like, yes. before it wasn't a big thing. Like, it was actually kind of a joke for me. And if they would have just came through and been like, yo, dog, I know I owe you that money. Uh, that's funny you put me on blast, but yo, I'm gonna get your money. Blah blah blah, and we would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But you can't come in my in my room and play my Nintendo while you fucking you know <laughs> got an attitude with me about the fact that you owe me money. Like you know, dudes, are, man, fuck you. Take my name off the list. Pay me my money. That's right. It's just a list, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like you, now you could have some big ass balls and just walk around like I don't give a fuck if I'm on the list. I ain't paying you shit. And, uh, like and so there, there one dude that.
2: Come. Go ahead, go ahead, Q. I was going to say, did they still just come in your room and...
1: No, they can not come in my room. I would lock them motherfuckers out. I didn't play that shit. And my roommate tried to be soft on them and shit. Like, I came in one time, I seen this nigga playing my damn Nintendo. I was like, whoa, 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 what the fuck? You got to go. Like, one, you can't be living here and be not on my side on this shit. That's number one, Lance. Number two... (laughs) (laughs) Number two... You gotta get your Trinidadian ass out of my room until I get my motherfucking money. That's how that went down. Like, I don't, that shit is not funny to me, man. No, it is not. Like, one dude got so mad at me that he claimed, he threatened to fight me, which I was like, as long as I get my money. And then he was like, no, look, man, I just ain't gonna pay you. I was like, nigga, that was the assumption in the first fucking place. That's right. That's how we got here. Oh, I'm just not going to pay you. Okay, so the biggest threat you have is I'm never going to see my money, which led to me putting your name on the motherfucking wall. So fuck you. I'm fine. I, I never thought I would see my money from some of y'all. Did, did some people pay? Yeah, some people paid. The cool people paid right away. Okay. No, nah, the niggas that respected you paid. But that's a way to weed out who respects you and who doesn't. The motherfuckers who actually respected you as a person and respected your friendship, they paid you. The motherfuckers who obviously did not respect you, overcome at you, so so what you trying to say, you putting the value on our friendship? Yeah, nigga! I am! I'm yeah. putting the fucking value on our friendship. Matter of fact, you put the value on it. Word. Not me. This is the money you bought, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Ain't none of us working. We all struggling in college, man. You can't be just pulling this bullshit. But, um, uh, you know, I guess that's what I get for going to HBCU. We'll talk about that in a second. Um... <laughs> So, I was just cartoon related. You guys say y'all both kind of watched Spider Man the cartoon back in the day? I was a huge yeah. fanatic of Spider Man the cartoon. Yeah, he was another kind of bitch made dude, by the way. I know, but I was, man. I just, I liked this. I liked the villains. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I like Spider Man's villains out of a lot of cartoons. So.
2: Yeah, I'm a fan, too. What about you, Q? Yeah, I'm a fan. Um, I, I uh, didn't get into the later versions, I think they had like this 3D digital Spider-Man mm-hmm, MTV, years. I watched that yeah, I didn't, I didn't get into that one though neither did I.
1: yeah, I'm not saying you gotta watch all of Spider-Man but but I think you guys have enough familiarity with the basic uh, plot elements to to discuss the next point which is, um, when the fuck did Peter Parker study?
2: yo, okay Yeah. yeah.
1: this nigga was a super genius that was able to get secure all sorts of lab jobs and scientific like, uh, you know, meet these high scientific profile minds and just like constantly get an extra in. Even though he his, his Spider-Man job would keep his ass from showing up on time and all this other stuff and completely missing tests and shit like that. He was a terrible boyfriend. I just want to say I've never seen an episode of Spider-Man about studying.
2: Maybe they just edited it out. did
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, But but Q, it would never even be like, uh, oh, shit, let me close my math book and go fight this dude in the lab. <laughs> like, it, he never had an instance where he just was like, like, damn, this, I was... Gu-. Like, it never even mentioned it in passing, like, damn, I really wanted to go to the library and check out this book, but I guess I gotta stop this robbery. Like, never. Just... <laughs> No, so Spider-Man, Spider-Man is the only person who had more than 24 hours in a day, obviously. Because how the hell do you patrol all night, then go to school all day, go to work, have time to develop pictures, have time to take pictures of yourself? I'm still trying to figure this one out, how he got some <laughs> of those shots. Alright, because they had, they had, he had shots of him swinging through the clouds and shit. And I'm like, okay, where the fuck was the camera set up at for you to pull this one off, Peter? Come on, man! Come on! The Daily Bugle shouldn't wasn't asking the right questions. They was they definitely one of the most suck ass newspapers ever. You got this <laughs> one kid that's getting the best shots of Spider Man ever. Like he even got shots of Spider Man changing and shit. He like how how does he get them? He's just that good of a photographer. He can he can take <laughs> pictures from fifty story buildings and shit hanging in the middle of them. Get perfect angled shots,
0: man. All right, all right.
1: And he stayed broke too. And, uh, and if y'all ever seen Spider-Man 2, the, the movie, which mm-hmm. a, a lot of people held as like one of the greatest superhero movies of all time. Um, Dude, when that motherfucker, when, when Dr. Octopus was like, all right, look, I know that you know Spider-Man, Peter Parker. I don't think you are him. I'm just a genius. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm only one of the world's foremost scientific minds of all time.
0: Greatest well, genius ever. Yeah,
1: I, I figured out how to fuse my body with electronic octopus arms but i cannot figure out that you might be spider-man okay but what i did figure out is that you might know spider-man so what i'm gonna do is kidnap your girlfriend and make you have spider-man come meet me but first let me throw you into a wall as hard as i can breaking tiles off the wall and calling the causing the building to collapse on top of you even though I don't think you have superpowers, I expect you to get back up and continue through
0: this at the end of the day, all
2: right? Yeah, I, I don't expect you have any head. broken bones, Frank. I'm gonna <laughs> <can laughs> throw a car through a window, and you know.
1: Yeah, I, I love that movie. It's and it's fucking hilarious. But like literally, he threw a car at supposed average everyday photographer Peter Parker and his girlfriend, and yeah. only only Spider Sense saved them. Like, in that scene in the movie, y'all, like, people do realize that they were talking, and his spider sense went off, and then he made her duck down, and the car barely avoided killing both of them. Yes. But somehow, Dr. Octopus just thought he was a regular-ass dude. But we're not even asking the right questions at this point. My question is, how do you cause so much destruction in New York City, and nobody dies? Like, nobody dies. He threw a car in a coffee shop. He threw a car in a Starbucks and nobody died. Starbucks is always packed with people. There were no casualties. And hey, that that PG that PG Not thirteen
4: turned over.
1: That PG thirteen rating is a motherfucker, dog. <laughs> yeah. That PG thirteen rating is some crazy shit is happening. in Some PG thirteen films like uh the the
4: the Chronicles of Riddick and shit like that. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. Like, Sometimes just make mm-hmm. it's certain movies that just need to be rated R in right. order for them to be good. Like, we didn't go see the priest. And the biggest reason why we didn't go see the priest, I was like, oh, that looks good. Oh, rated PG-13. Damn, I'm not going to watch
1: it. Yeah. Like, in, in the Chronicles of Riddick, uh, Riddick walks around with, like, every assortment of bladed weapon Known imaginable. man. And nobody gets cut. Ever. <laughs> it's <laughs> Ever. just him knocking guys out for the whole movie. The same thing happened with the Scorpion King. Like, with the movie that starred The Rock. And I was all hyped up. Like, yeah, The Rock. And you get there, and it's like rated PG. So it's just the rock, like, picking up an axe, but then, like, kicking the dude to death. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm going to swing at you with this axe and miss.
4: But in my other hand, I'm going to punch you in the face. No, that shit is boring. I'm not 12.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah, I always wondered that, man. When Peter Parker studied, man. Uh And for you nerds out there, I'm not bitching. I love these movies. I'm just laughing. Somebody's gonna give you next Well, He studied in between the hours of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't him Because he only took two classes A semester at community college And basically, <laughs> you know, it allowed him To uh, surpass all of his classes Go fuck yourself, please He had a genius intellect, duh <laughs> <If> You <laughs> need to read the book If you read the book <laughs> 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 That would really help you Oh, uh, The, it. the you book nerd uh, Secret cop. The book nerd is my favorite nerd <laughs> book nerd is the because I could not detest those motherfuckers anymore than I already do those motherfuckers every time it's like yo man I saw the movie Juice man it was pretty good well have you read the book? no I don't need to read the fucking book I, I don't need to know more about Harry Potter okay I get it there's fucking 37 hours of film on Harry Potter if I don't fucking get it by now I just Thanks, don't want to get it I obviously right. do not care as much as you I'm sorry <laughs> comics is worse because not only do you have this fight spy- this version of spider-man you have 20 different other versions so then they start going into detail about all these different spider-man that you don't give a fuck about yeah you don't care that peter parker's great-grandson Stephen parker becomes spider-man in 2010 i like when they get mad at themselves like they're like well you gotta understand like first of all peter parker the original Peter Parker, his, his Uncle Ben died, and then that led to him being such and such. You're like, okay, yeah, I get that, man. But, you know, in this new movie, he's supposed to be like a young teenage kid. They're trying to do it differently. Well, you know, that's the ultimate version of Spider-Man. Ultimate Spider-Man, that is a little (laughs) bit different. Now, Ultimate Spider-Man, Uncle Ben does die, but then Peter Parker's secret identity is exposed and he's only 14, and I just hate it when they do that. Why did they always start? I'm like, dude, why are you mad at yourself? I didn't
0: bring nothing to (laughs) You read those comic books. You knew that wasn't the same Spider-Man. You knew that Uncle Ben might not die the same, and you kept on reading.
1: Yeah, don't get mad at me, nigga. I didn't didn't, didn't, pick up any of this shit, man. I hate when nerds do that <laughs> shit like it's my fault. Like, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just a guy that enjoys all kinds of shit. I enjoy it both ways. I'm sorry I can't pick one over the other. It's like, like getting mad because you listen to all 27 versions of the Black Album. Like, that is your fault. Nobody you to do that. Nobody told you to listen to all those beats with the same verses on them. Right. <laughs> I, I just don't know why they need 27 versions. Me either. <laughs> but I didn't listen. That's the difference between me and you. <laughs> um, yo, uh, we were at Chili's le- yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know that bastion of uh, of great food and class, and, <laughs> you know,
0: and all the chips you can eat.
4: Yes, and salsa. Yeah. Give me you another bag. I, I don't think we got
1: chips and salsa. <laughs> no, we didn't. But um, so this um party was there. These chicks were having a good time, and they were they had a blast. Yeah, it was like a somebody's birthday party. Yes, it was. And um, all I gotta say is whoever copyrighted the birthday song you sir are an asshole (laughs) why you you gotta be a dick man why you gotta be that so so i hop and these motherfuckers can't sing happy birthday they gotta sing a corny ass version that sounds like something off a
4: looney tunes oh yes and and every restaurant has their own version i don't like three or four versions (laughs) because i work at like three or four restaurants well they all well the one version that i hear of
1: most restaurants is the fucking same Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. yes. Like, it's the same shit, and it sounds like something where you can expect Bugs Bunny to come out next. You know, it's fucking terrible, man. Yes, it is. That uh, frog from uh, the WB to come out or something. (laughs) Hello, fake. Hello, fucking. Happy
0: birthday on WB. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: well, (laughs) I'm in the hood, so, you know, in the hood, everybody sings Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday. You know, they do that. Yeah, right.
4: And this that's better sounded at off feet, <laughs> and it does not require white people to clap off feet. No offense. But you hear like eight <laughs> people clapping while they try to sing the birthday song and nobody's on Well beat. the
1: beauty of the happy happy birthday song is you don't have to be able to sing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that is the point. Okay. I don't necessarily want them necessarily singing. I just think it's a gig move to copyright it so no one can sing it. Like <laughs> Ooh. What a dick move, man! Even if you invented it, like a hundred years later, do you really need the copyrights? No one's buying it. Birthdays? Birthdays. Yeah, yes.
2: No one's buying it. I don't see him making any money on it. I don't see it on TV or on the radio or nothing. i have seen you know? them
1: say "Happy Birthday" on the American Idol? Why? Right. I not seen nobody step in the room like "Happy <laughs> Birthday to you, I love you, Paula." Happy. I ain't never <laughs> seen. I've never seen that. <laughs> that, like that yo. So, <laughs> I don't get it. And know. the thing is, the song has blanks in it for you to change it, and they must have copyrighted that shit too, like, yes. happy birthday dear Sandra. Oh, copyrighted. <laughs> you, can't you can't say, say that. that. No. 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 Alright, man, now the more, this, we're gonna get serious for a second. I don't okay. know. I, you know me, serious will probably just lead to me talking shit about this dude, but um.
0: All extreme! Oh, my bad.
1: <laughs> not the not the time. Not the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know if you guys have seen, um, this, uh, this, this guy, um, who, it's on World, it's a video on World Star Hip Hop. And, um, it, it's, it's apparently some guy who said he got bullied at Tuskegee, uh, University, which is a private HBCU. HBCU being a historically black collegiate university, or however you pronounce it. Um, and, and 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 he he got bullied because for being an atheist, according to him. And apparently, someone took an original video of him acting a damn fool, and he ended up getting kicked out of school. And he was deemed the aggressor, and you know the person who kind of started everything, right? Mm-hmm. So he released a ten-minute diatribe on HBCUs. And um, I saw this on my man the Dark Haters uh, Facebook page. Uh, He's always kind of, you know, puts interesting things up to start debate um, about different things, and you know, people go there and respond or whatever. And I typically ignore that stuff because most of it, you know, I just don't take very seriously. You know, like I, I I can't argue about hip hop for the hundredth time. I just, I don't have it in me. At some point, I just gotta walk away. Like I disagree, you, you disagree, or here's what we agree, here's what we disagree. That's not gonna change uh, for the hundredth time. So I just stop. But this time I I saw that people were kind of co-signing this guy's rant about HBCUs. And he was starting off by saying that um, historically black colleges are nigger traps. Mm. Because, uh, you know, they have concerts at homecoming, at his specific college. They had a a, a Gucci Mane as a homecoming concert person. That was part of it. Um, Another thing he was saying was um, his Cla- is the people who lived in a dorm with him were jigaboos, which I thought was, you know, uh really nice of him to go back to the nineteen forties to get that racism. Yeah. Right. You must have been a huge Spike Lee fan in uh, yeah. the eighties. Right. Some of the two thousand racism is good, but it's not mm, He He kept be classic, that's all he just got yeah. classic. It lacks what the French might call uh I don't know what. Um <laughs> So 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 you got you know he brought up the jigaboo thing. Um, he was you know he, he was calling he said that uh, two two universities Alabama State I think and uh, Tuskegee they were going back and forth on Twitter and making jokes about each other trying to say like oh we got the better university you know kind of Joneses on each other doing the playing the dozens which happens all the time. Uh, among colleges in general. Not right, because no colleges in North Carolina ever do that, right? Nah, right. nah, nah. There North definitely Cal- ain't two colleges in North Carolina that kind right. of just be going back and forth <laughs> with each other. And they've been doing it for like, oh, I don't know, like maybe 30, 40 years.
4: Nah, and it's not the fact that they're on the same road less than five miles from each other. Right. Like no, white right?
1: colleges never do that. Nah. It right. never happens. So, you
4: know, he said that,
1: that that was the equivalent of two monkeys throwing shit at each other. Because um, black like, people are monkeys. Right, just a little subtle, you know, racial jab or whatever. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was talking to it because I was, because I saw some people were co-signing this shit, and I went to a historically black college, and so did Carrie. Um, I don't know what schools y'all went to, but you know, um, you, you know, you don't have to go to a HBCU to understand my point, which is, anytime someone starts dissing black education as nigger shit. It's really, especially a black person, it's really just black-on-black black racism. It is. It's, it's self-hate is what it is. He hates himself. Right. He, he, hates, he hates himself because he feels that we don't accept him. And it has nothing to do with that because all black people don't accept me, and I don't accept all black people because all black people ain't my friends. Like, that's not the point. My friends are my friends. You need to hang out with who you hang out with. Why are you making a generalization on your own people? Their right. Own- And he starts with this very vague, uh, well, I'm an outspoken atheist, which to me immediately says asshole, because nobody should be an outspoken anything, like, I don't care if you told me I'm an outspoken Christian, I don't want to kick it with you, outspoken any personal shit that you should keep inside, fuck you, I don't need that in my life, I'm not, I don't need your fucking point of view every time I go kick it somewhere. Oh, well, you know, actually, you know, this is what God was want. Well, that's I'm not kicking it with God right now. Thought I was kicking it with you, but I won't be. I won't make this mistake. She'd be sitting there like, thank God I did. I passed that test. <laughs> <laughs> you think a being from somewhere in the sky helped you pass that test. Yeah, atheists can be assholes, too. There's a lot of them. You know, Bill Maher, we've, we've seen them in action. <laughs> like, this is not always cool. Um... So he was like, I'm an outspoken atheist. And then he generalized like and I have several other stances that I'm outspoken on. Well maybe you should fucking talk about those too because when he was what happened was uh, you know, what I responded back and was basically like, Man, y'all gotta stop being racist against your own people, co signing this dude. Like, I know a lot of black people are quick to just cosign something that is against black people because they feel like that makes them uh like I'm di- I'm different. I'm the person who is against ignorance in black the black community. Because, you know, no one else is, right? Like, I'm
0: special. Like it makes you know, them feel
1: educated, man. That's what it is. It makes right. them feel like, well, because you listen to Gucci, and I'm not I'm not going to say that because you listen to Gucci, you're not educated. I'm just saying you got bad taste in music. Put right. It like that. Well, I'm I, I just going to say, like, I think that, you know, they want to have a moral high ground. And right. they feel like, well, people are trying to silence me from criticizing the black community when motherfuckers is just like we ain't trying to hear it all the time you know that's all it is so um when this dude was doing this and people were cosigning i basically came in and was like y'all do realize that y'all are on some the white man's ice is colder shit right now right like y'all y'all pretty much saying just the fact that you would term any white university a quote unquote real university like that says that says enough and then you're not doing this for women's universities you're not, you know, if someone wants to have an all-female university, you don't find people going, well, wh- how are they going to learn to fit into male society? Like, no, we know that they, <laughs> it, they're teaching you that there, too. They're not fucking promising you uh, any crazy-ass different type of education you will not be able to receive anywhere. Um, it is, uh, for as a personal experience, I would say it is a bit empowering because you do learn that uh, you, your own people can do something. And you get mm-hmm. to see it every day in your classrooms. You get to see it with your cut with your fellow students, and you get to rely on yourself because you're not gonna stand out as the black dude that everybody's rooting for in class. Cause all of y'all niggas is in class <laughs> doing the same thing. Uh, the other thing they they allow people in who mm-hmm. might not get a chance at other universities. And while some black people try to paint that as a negative thing, I paint it as a positive. Because we're always talking about, well, we would give people the opportunity to use the education, but then as soon as we do, we like, see, I don't want to be around these type of people. And it's like, well, you can't have it both ways. Are we gonna try to let people in so they can learn? Because you wish they were more educated, but now you don't want to educate them. Right, okay, I get you. And if they now, and the thing is, you can drop the fuck out and fail out of college for HBCUs just like everybody else. Yes, you can. Yup. So my they- concern is, my thing is, though, and I went to a, I went to a school. I guess you would consider it to be a, a white school. It's not, a, it's not an HBCU. Um, I think it's a huge misconception that because I'm the only black kid in a class of sixty students, that I, I stand out or anything like that was never the case in engineering. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's what you were saying, Rob. I'm just right. saying that that is a misconception that people have. They feel like, oh, well, you know, you. You stood, you're going to stand out, and, you know, we're rooting for you to do this and do that. No, in my class, I was student number 25. Well, that's that's, what I was. that's, that's one of the things that he says is like, well, uh, and a lot of people at black universities actually use this against bigger universities because most black universities are small. Uh, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be like, well, you'll go to these big universities. It's just going to be a number. Like you are, all, you're just so, a number. And they're like, that's, you know, some people try to use that as a negative. Like, at least here you can go to your teacher's office because classroom size is typically smaller. You know, just by the fact that it's a smaller university, not because there's this great different teaching method. I just think if you went to most private universities, your classroom would be a bit smaller. You know, right? But I think that's a I think that corresponds that correlates to the world. Every business isn't a small business. Some businesses like where I work, it's a large business. And if you 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 are a number you are a number that they pay a salary to, yep. and if you want to be noticed, you need to stand out. It's nice that you could you could go work for a smaller company where you and your boss are buddies, and y'all go out for drinks every weekend, and y'all are really cool, and he's looking out for you, you know. But in in the real world, if you go to work for somewhere like HP or Dell or any of those huge businesses, and you're in IT, that's not it doesn't work like that. Okay, right. it, it, it's not a black, it's not an HBCU type of environment. There is no person that you can go see if a project doesn't go through to be like, hey, hey, you know, Miss Jackson, could you help me out? Because I think the professor doesn't like me. Like that, well, you know. I'll, well, I'll take it one step further, though, because what I think you learn a lot of times at HBCUs is to be self-reliant because mm-hmm. you don't really have that chance to to try to play that card. Like in corporate world, I found that you can play the black card. Like, you can play, and I've seen motherfuckers play it way too often. So, I was like, I, I, like, actually, like, sometimes I can just tell where I'm like, dog, why are you trying to get by on just being black? That shit ain't gonna work. And then it works, and I'm like, fuck! Like, I didn't learn that. (laughs) That's not what I learned. I learned you gotta come to class and do what the fuck you gotta do, cause you ain't no fucking charity case anymore than the next cat that's in this classroom. Now, um,. The, but the thing is, like, there's a certain self-confidence, self-reliance that you learn there. And I think you can get it anywhere but, like, every place that you take, that you go to school, your education is what you make up. So this person took his, uh, quote-unquote bullying to mean that HBCUs should be abolished and they serve no purpose uh, toward, for anybody at this point. Because so he,
2: he didn't, he wasn't criticizing the curriculum or the teachers or anything. It just the students just the kids that he was coming across
1: right well he tried to he went into some uh well the facilities aren't as good my cafeteria food wasn't as good and I was paying top dollar which he really wasn't because he was trying to compare the private school cost of Tuskegee which is a private HBCU to the cost of a public quote-unquote real school to somewhere like NYU Right. Well, well, in, right, well, so So. like, his numbers were off automatically. Like if you actually wanted to make a fair comparison, you would be comparing Tuskegee to, say, uh, you know, whatever private Virginia institution. Westland. Like right, yeah. Westland. right. <laughs> right. So, so then all of a sudden you see, like, wait a minute, it actually is cheaper. So that was the number one mistake that he made, and he's only 21. And I actually feel sorry for this dude. Like, I don't I'm not even mad at this dude and his stupid ass racism, and how he's gonna become like a, uh, that that video that white people secretly send to each other and oh shit gosh. like that, like I'm not even I'm not even mad at him for that because I, I don't think that was calculated. I feel sorry for him because he didn't fit in, he didn't have a good experience, and he's so sensitive that he's turned this into the entirety of black people fucking suck and their schools need to go away. You know what I mean? Like that's how hurt he is. And so what happened was <laughs> dark. Hazen but it's not even there. It's our school, but for him it is. And you know, it's I know you our said, schools, yeah. it's our schools, our schools need to go away. Well, that's too. what he told me. That's what he actually told me. I'm, and because Dark Hater went and found this dude on Twitter and was basically like, "I want to have you on my show or whatever to explain your point of view." Which you know, if you want to provide a format for him to say that, that's fine. But I've seen his ten minutes of uh, what it is, and you know, I don't trust this dude. He like, he, like he right, he's just a hurt kid to me. He came and uh, tried to. So he came on his on his Facebook book for thread. And he made comments on there, too. Um, and he was basically trying to, uh, you know, back up some of the stuff he was saying. And he tried to back off of some of the shit. Like, when he said nigger traps, or when he called, um, uh, when he called, uh, HBCUs, uh, the, the fellow students in his dorm, Jigaboos, and stuff like that. He tried to back off a little bit, but still keep it. You know what I mean? So, he mm-hmm. was like, like, he's not taking the video down. He's not issuing an apology video. He's he means it, and I would call him. I basically said, you I feel like you're a fraud and a liar," cause you. And he's like, "Well, now you're calling me names, motherfucker! Calling oh. you names, calling you names would be you calling." You. Right. First of all, you call people niggas and jigaboos and shit, but I guess that's cool because you said it, right? But second of all, you sensitive motherfucker. If I wanted to call you a name, I call you a coon, I call you a sellout, I call you a motherfucker. That's it. that's a name. Me calling you a liar and a fraud is a fucking accurate label, from what I can tell. You know, if I called you stupid, that would be accurate. But you know, it's not fucking like I'm not like uh, calling you a name would be like you stupid bitch ass nigga. Now that is a name. That's too far for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I mean, but that's pretty accurate, right? But but right, it's, uh, that that may be accurate. I don't know. I don't I don't really know his mom and stuff like that. But anyway, in general, <laughs> in general though, when he was like, "Well, you calling me names," I'm like, "Dude, you and so the HBCUs and by extension." Their entire student body, their faculty—you wanted them to be abolished. You call people jigaboos and niggers and shit like that. And just because you're black, you want to think that? No, I'm just spitting the real. No, you're just covering up racism. And I told him he had a bright future at Fox News we well, if right. uh-huh. yeah, he played his cards right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
4: told you he' gonna be running for governor of Arizona. Right.
0: Because <laughs> mm-hmm. at,
4: at one point he even said something about
1: him. like I hate when I talk to crazy people, and it's my fault for talking to them. But like they can't stay on topic. Mm-mm. So like he started providing this long ass paragraph about why he doesn't believe in affirmative action. That never came up. Or his atheism, that never came up. Like no, you know. He just wanted to break off, dog. Like he's trying to he's trying to drown you with concepts and beliefs yes. and understandings that he has developed and he sounds like a great candidate for fathering Bristol Palin's baby. I yeah, mean yeah. And the thing is, man, there's no campus. Well, you can just be an asshole to people. And and again. The calling card of the asshole is, well, look, man, maybe I can say what I said, but people don't have the right to react the way they did and bully me. Yes, they do. You know you're an asshole if you've ever used that sentence. Because some fights are your fault, and your mouth can start some fights. And this is not the NBA. There's no ref to break the shit up, and there's no fines and rules to be handed out at the end. Sometimes your mouth can get you an ass whooping. And it's just—I'm sorry that this dude had to find out this way. But sometimes being an outspoken atheist means you get an outspoken ass with it and it happens. It just happens. Like it's this shit that I know not to say in certain situations. Apparently, this dude does not know to say that shit. You know, not to say that stuff.
4: Yeah, and on top of that, just—and and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna make comments now, Because this is something that me and Roger has really talked about, and this is this is a subject that really makes me very angry. And the biggest reason why it makes me angry, um, especially when people go into the nigger traps and things like that, uh, what you're doing, you're shitting and you're insulting older black people who didn't have a choice. They had to go to HBCUs. It was no other option. It was no other choice. They couldn't go to the white universities or the other universities. And so that, that's where my first issue come in. Well, his,
1: well, to, to, to his point, his thing is, well, back then it was cool, but now it's not. Uh, So he's like, back in the 40s, you didn't have a choice because being black was a curse. But now... Being black is a curse. That's what he said. But he's like, but now you have a chance to go to these white universities, so you need to just do that. Like, why even have a black university? Why have something of our own? Okay. I guess, bro. You know, why have a black-owned business? why own your own house there's nothing wrong with shopping at Walmart white people shop at Walmart we should shop right along with them remember when we couldn't shop at Walmart with them now we can and y'all niggas don't want to do it we want niggas is confused but um and the thing is like uh HBCUs have lower entrance uh standards uh, a lot of times so people can get into college they wouldn't have got a chance we still have the same standards to fucking graduate, idiot. Yes, they like, do. Like you can't get, you can't just half-ass your degree, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> this is going bad, yo. How how happy do you think he is when he's standing in line at a water fountain behind a white person compared to when he's standing in line at a water fountain behind a black person? Yeah, I, man. I, I want to see what the smile on his face is like after drinking that freshly sipped white water and oh. then having to drink <laughs> that freshly sipped nigger water. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, just, it just tastes different. Like I it's just she like, just tastes like I ignorant. I just picture like a
1: young Uncle Ruckus when I. Whenever I you like, know what? Yes. It's Like oh, the nigga cut me.
4: And that's that's kind of the the best way to describe it, and with him being so young and so dumb, I really, th- out. Oh, <laughs> he thought he was going to make this comment, and there was going to be no fucking outlast. Well, outlast. I,
1: I mean, what's funny is that dude literally told me, like, man, if you're going to start, you need to stop talking to me like I'm a kid and have some respect. Nigga, you yes. are a kid! I'm yes! Like- <laughs> You, you you're you, 21. You, he's like, I'm grown, I pay bills. I had bills at 21. Right. I went to I paid for my own college at 21. But if I if 32-year-old
4: Rod can talk to 21-year-old Rod, I go, oh, you still a fucking kid. Yes, and not only that, paying your fucking cell phone bill is not a bill. You don't pay <laughs> fucking mortgage, you don't pay lights, you don't pay gas. Nigga, your parents bought your car. You ain't paid for shit at 21. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch.
1: I just feel like that needs to be added at the end because that was. But well, I mean, to it's just you know, and, and obviously he's gonna gain some type of platform to keep espousing his racist beliefs. But I just you
0: know, hate niggas.
1: I just, yeah, I just like I'm not a fan of, and and I don't know, people might notice it on the on the show, but um, partially because it's the low hanging fruit of comedy, and it's become way too cliche, but also because I don't find it that funny. I'm not a fan of the internal racism shit, like. Where you just like, it's okay to be racist and call certain black people niggers. Cause you know, they're niggers and it's okay. So all you're really telling people is people outside of your race, it's okay to be racist. Because they don't know the difference between how Brandon looks and how quote unquote the nigger looks. So y'all are all niggers to them and you're just doing nothing but justifying it to them. Like, yep, that's a nigger. I just, just don't like, get that. It's like Brandon said. <laughs> you know, I don't get that, yo. There are ignorant people in all races, all cultures, of all creed, colors, and separations. Why the hell do you feel like you need to point at somebody who is the same... Compl- Why do you even get something, get anything out of pointing at somebody that could easily be compared to you by an ignorant person and saying, it's okay if you get us mixed up because that nigga be acting ignorant sometimes. Right. Like, that, that is stupid. That is dumb. I compare ignorant black people to ignorant white people. I go all
4: y'all ignorant as shit. Like, this right. is ignorant people, period. And and the problem that I have with sensitive people like this is that you act like you the other motherfucker in your life that ever got criticized, that ever got picked on, that ever got bashed for reading, that ever got bashed for being smart and open up a book, and that's not so. It's for the fact that a lot of times people... Don't teach their children that this is a part of life. It's part, it's called adversity. You get over it and you move on.
1: Yeah, I don't like the idea that exclusively black people do this. Like I like the I've met white people who are nerds. Thank you. Cause yes, I'm you apparently, you. Yes. Apparently, I'm the only one who knows these people. Screech was a nerd. Screech got picked on for being smart. Right. Yes. His white friends. It was. It was not a group of black people going up to Screech going, man, you're a nerd because you know how to build robots and talk about. Yes. <laughs> and apparently, a- apparently, uh, black people have the fucking patent on getting picked on when you're a nerd and turning into a republican or somebody who hates black people apparently no white person has ever done this yeah, the patent on school is uncool like you cl- but you clearly can watch MTV and see all of these nerd white kids that get picked on by their peers like mike, because mike they read too much because they mike, get plays mike. in class mike mike, they- mike every get- time every time mike mike say something smart everybody in the room look at him like why why every are you time, here okay. yes and- they sound like niggas right, right? is that what he say they sound like niggas because they didn't <laughs> right. have like like, like if mike mike would have turned around and this is why i feel really like uh compelled to just like i, I had to say something because i saw how the thread was going and people were co-signing this dude if by extension and i'm not speaking for everybody but if most of these people if they saw like mike mike turn around and say Everybody on that they laughed at me when I brought up uh what a uh kaleidoscope was on the real world It's a bunch <laughs> of ignorant jigaboos and niggas, they be ready to lynch this dude. Yeah. They be ready to lynch this dude, but but because a black person says it, just no. See, he that brother's trying to speak the truth. Y'all need to check him. No, oh, fuck him.
4: He's still wrong. Like he's
1: just racist, but he black. Like you could be
4: racist against black people and be black. Yes, and the thing about nerds what I realized, this really really smart, educated nurse, they get the last laugh because you're buying their shit while like, you're laughing at them. They they're on the other end selling you some shit and you logging on their webpage right. and, and subscribing to their stuff. So in the long run, they win. I bet you a lot. I mean, a lot of motherfuckers laughed at Bill Gates. Guess what? He run the richest. Most people
1: most people just get over it. That's the
4: Like, yes. the thing
1: for these like and maybe it's just because we didn't have webcams when we were younger. But most people get over it. I basically said, look, you're a sensitive dude with a webcam at the end of the day. And you're willing to say whatever it takes to offend black people or whatever, because you were hurt. And I and like I said, I can't really be mad at him because for a twenty-one-year-old kid, I just feel bad for him because yes. I've been bullied before. I've been picked on. I've been joked on too. before. And I, I was uh, no, I wouldn't say to an extreme amount, but just like every person that that grew up, like you had a couple people that were on your
4: shit for no reason. Yes, and sometimes even family members. So
1: yeah, but but the general point that I have to say here is like just because you black, you can't. I'm not excusing you for being racist against your own people. And like I was talking about um earlier when Q was bringing up the thing with the whole uh. Oh, I believe Brandon brought up the whole thing on uh Jay's podcast, The Negro Majority. Uh, There's an episode with uh, Penguins Are Fly and The Real A- Ang, mm-hmm. Um And they're talking about uh, racism within the Latino community and how I don't, you know, they're really just justifying how it's okay for them to be racist or whatever. They, they were saying that Mexicans were the bottom of the barrel. And then they were like, you know, they're Dominicans and then they're, you know, Puerto Ricans. And it's OK if you mistake me as a Dominican and a Puerto Rican. Or as like well, no, that was a point where they went further. And I think it was or One of them said, well, I was just bred to hate these people. And it's OK. They both said that. They both yeah, said that so, was, ah, so, like, so that was kind of. Yeah. Both really? of them. Oh. And, and that was kind of like beyond the pale for me because and I'm glad I wasn't on that show because I probably would have said some things that would have they would have got mad about but um like that to me that's not acceptable no you know i do I mean it's cool if i'm not but i'm not acceptable i don't mean like i'm gonna stop them. i'm gonna not be their friend or whatever the i just mean like i would have fucking had to say something like dog that's fucking wrong it's ignorant, it's it, very it, ignorant. i mean it, it is ignorant and what, what killed me was and i was talking with penguins after that i said i understand where you're coming from that your family has bred you you know to think like that and that that gets bred into black people too you know to hate people yeah. to hate some blacks based on how they act or how they talk or mm-hmm. where they're from. It happens, but you have to be able to discern between. At a certain point, what make what needs what you just need to let go. Every lesson ain't a lesson you need to hold on to. And some shit just don't make sense. And, and if no you know it don't make sense, don't follow that shit. Number one, there's no excuse for you to keep carrying it on. Like right. at some point, you got to take responsibility for your life and go. I know this is wrong, therefore I'm gonna stop. You can't just say, I know it's wrong, but I was just born this way. I was bred this way. That's how my parents were. The other thing is, so what, so then why did you even think that, like, the civil rights movement happened or worked? Because everyone could've used that excuse. Like, could you imagine Martin Luther King, like, marching down the streets of Selma, Alabama, and motherfuckers just being like, uh, I'm not really trying to throw this rock at you to hurt you, it's just that my parents are kind of dicks, and I have to keep doing this. I'm sorry. I actually think you're a pretty cool guy. But anyway, I hate you. You know, and it's uh, it just seems fucking stupid to me. My That's thing it. is you move, you got people that, you got immigrants that came to this country that wanted to be accepted. That And what you're doing within your own community is what you don't want us to do to you Right. when you come to this country. That makes, to me, logically, that makes no sense. And people just have this thing of holding on to hate for no apparent reason at all. You are not going to sit and tell me that all Mexicans are the same, so you hate all Mexicans. That is that is fucking stupid. Well, the it's thing stupid. is, the thing is they're trying to have it both ways because they'll say on the one hand like, well, you know, all Mexicans are like this, but I know that, that not really all Mexicans are like that, and I know it's just a stereotype, but this is how I was born, this is how I was raised, so, you know, no, you already telling me you know better in this sentence. In this sentence explaining why you believe this shit, you just told me, I actually do know better, but I'm just gonna keep going, because, you know, I'm comfortable this way, and I'm just like, get out your comfort zone, and stop supporting this interracial bullshit, because this is how it continues to spread, and you guys aren't doing anything but legitimizing it, and when people outside of your race judge all of you with the same swath, do not... Do not ever let me catch you talking about that shit is fucked up, son. Cause you actually support it when it's not against you. I can tell you this, I ain't I don't look at like I don't I don't I know Q is I know Q is Latino. I have no idea like he just told us he's Panamanian. I didn't know that until he told me. If I would have seen him, I wouldn't have known that. I'm right. just being real. That yeah, I just I wouldn't have known. I'm not gonna look at Ange and know that she's Puerto Rican or Dominican. I wouldn't know that. I'm not gonna look at Penguins and Fly and know that he's Dominican. I'm just not gonna know and with y'all within your races claim that you all know what is so when it's time for people to go against the grain y'all act like it's too hard to go against the grain in yeah at some point can we can we stop walking the narrow path and following in line behind right. everybody else. and, and, and like no I said, it, the person in front of you is doing though. And like I said, co-signing this dude, to me, it just kind of puts you in the same lines with him. And I and for the record, Dark Hater, he was kind of co-signing him, and then he kind of came back and was like, well, I, you know how I do. I be trolling sometimes, and you know, it's just a joke. I, I, I didn't get the joke at first, because I, you know, I maybe I just have a really personal attachment to HBCUs and the slayer they received that's just really unfair. Um, and I'm not saying they're perfect there's definitely some things they need to improve on oh, yeah. but when you start calling it nigger traps and stuff like that yeah I might get offended and a lot of people that you know in real life that you might not know they went to an HBCU yeah they probably get offended too so uh, but he, he basically came back and uh, uh, kind of I don't want to say he issued an apology because I know he's a proud dude and I ain't trying to make it seem like I pumped him down or some shit but he kind of came back and was like hey man it ain't, it ain't that serious for me so
2: And just to just Mm -hmm. to put that out there, put it out there, there are Black Mexicans. If you just Google Black Mexican or Afro Mexican, Mm -hmm. um, you'll find out the history of the Spanish having African slaves and taking it to the area known as Mexico now. And you know when they were conquering the the country and the area, whatever, the Africans were with them and helping them out and doing that too. So there's still a community in like deep southern Mexico where. It's like a bunch of black folks there, mm. and it's the same. You know, the same thing in Cuba. You know, you got your black Cubans, and in Panama, you got your black Panamanians I got black folks in my family too. Um, my grandmother was a black woman, so you know, it, it's there's black folks in the, you know, Latin community like all over. Yeah.
3: So yeah. It's and, not
2: I, think I think, and I even think there's a report that came out that Brazil was mostly um, a black. Uh, country now Mm. like the percentage wise there's more black population than anything else Mm.
1: there's no way you'll ever be able to explain to me the reasoning behind hating the people just to hate the people there's no you'll you'll never hear me say man i I just i just don't like white people i just don't like haitians i just don't like puerto ricans i just don't like panamanians you'll never hear me say that because mm -hmm. just because i know a few doesn't mean i can generally judge you all that's that's yeah i could get it if it was in the context of a joke but this clearly was not anyway um so here's an article speaking of uh mexicans um (laughs) (laughs) see context of a joke uh woman alleges that boss urinated in her drinks
3: oh yes
1: this happened in the city of sin where brandon just came from las vegas my cups were clear uh this in front of me (laughs) (laughs) This story is one of those that is too disgusting to believe. And if Amber Estrada didn't uh, have evidence to back it up, it wouldn't be told. According to police reports, her former boss on multiple occasions snuck into her office, opened her refrigerator and urinated in her beverages. Oh, my goodness. I know. I can't believe she had her own refrigerator either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, what? Oh, the urine. Oh, yes. Yes. That that is uh, unbelievable, too. I just want to know who opens a beverage and puts it in the refrigerator at work after they've opened it. Mm. I she. Well, like, no, I don't. Sounds like she had her own office. refrigerator. Yeah, it sounds like it was in her office sure. or something. Um, let's see. And it was. And if that wasn't enough, after three years, three years, goddamn damn! Oh,
3: God.
1: It appears that both he and the company they work for may not be held accountable. Damn. So she. Oh. So she found this in 2008 uh, when she worked as a sales representative. Sales representative for. I love when they. I love when people spell out their entire title because they want to make it sound long. more impressive. What? Like I'm a sales representative, okay? <laughs> Instead of sales rep, I, right? I'm a customer service representative associate, sir. You answer the phone. <laughs> um, Come on. You're like, so what do you do here? I answer the phones when they ring, third ring, and I pick. <laughs> um, so she's a sales representative for Jackpot Sanitation, and Mr. Dirt of Nevada. Well, what do you expect? Uh, okay, uh, you work for Mr. Dirt. This is what happens. Upon supervision, Hernan Lalong Estrada, uh, under supervision, Hernan Lalong Estrada claims uh, she endured a hostile work environment with Lalong as her chief harasser. Yet, instead of relief, according to our court records, Estrada's complaints to upper management prompted her reassignment to an isolated office along with Lalong and one other employee. Wow. Uh, she said, I go, um, I don't understand why I have to be over there. I'm uncomfortable. You guys know how I feel about him. And they go, oh, just make the best of it. What, motherfucker?
3: Oh.
1: That's just what they teach at those white universities. Uh, the best of, nah, I'm just joking, Brandon. The best of it never (laughs) materialized. As soon as she suspected, she smelled the tension in the office. She smelled the tension. No, you smelled the pissing. Yes, she I was about to say, really? <laughs> you smelled the tension?
4: What tension? Oh, they old man piss. That's what you smell. Drink. Was she fucking t- the night before? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Attention. Drinks she kept in the personal fr- refrigerator developed a peculiar odor and a funny taste.
3: Oh. Uh, so like, mm, this is
1: salty. <laughs> 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 Smells like urine. Mm-hmm. Tastes <laughs> like urine, too. Wait, wait. Wait, I smoked weed in the seventies. I I know what this is. Yeah. I know what this is. <laughs> I I spent a lot of time in Studio 54. I pretty Yup, yep. Oh, oh, this is bad. Uh it happened so many <laughs> It happened so many times that when it happened to my water it was undeniable because the water has no taste. The oh. day that I took that big swig and it all hit me. This is Yuri. And I'm pretty sure it was him. Mm-hmm. Cause no woman would do that. It's too, the, the top is too small. Anyway,
4: her co-worker Estrada says. Hey, you have to sit on it, yeah. Yeah, you man. have to sit
1: on it. You have to get it right up on the pee hole, okay? Yes. Her co-worker Estrada says, shared her suspicion that Lalonde was urinating in their drinks. So both of them were catching piss in their drinks.
4: Oh. And this manager
1: was pissed off.
4: Really pissed off. And uh, at least they're trying to do it the right way. Cause you know what? You'd caught one of them niggas at them base BCUs. You better got stabbed.
1: <laughs> you know they can't take any sort of criticism. Them no. mm-hmm. uh, gang members getting educations and shit. Them jigaboo niggas. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I got on a uh, campus and uh, they made me put on my black face and they gave me my red lip chalk and I had to get on there and get to shuffling. When they gave you a scholarship, did they jump you in? Well, I got my scholarship in um, in shuffling and jiving. So, okay. uh, it was, you know, I, I shut the job across stage and, uh, then I did the Sandman dance also. Don't you mean I, Bojangling? Yeah, I, of course, I've monitored them Bojangling. Okay. Of okay. Thank you, Sounds no. like the, uh, Robert Townsend sponsorship. I got you. You know, wees <laughs> ain't got no educations. No, we don't. Um, let's see, I try not to think about it. I felt very violated from this whole thing. Not just violated, but it's disgusting. Yes, it and, is. And there are so many things I could say, but violated is probably the best way to describe it. Um, according to police, subsequent DNA tests confirm her supervisor, uh, Herman Lalonde, as the source of the contamination, but Estrada blames her former employer for the incidents, uh, she says left lasting emotional damage. And I believe her. I do too. Yeah, I actually do think piss in your drink can leave emotional suffering and shit. Uh, she called Herman a slime bucket. We know that. But the question is, what about Jackpot? Uh, that's what her uh, attorney said. Uh, Beric, uh filed a lawsuit last year against Jackpot Sanitation. Among the allegations, the company failed to maintain a safe workplace by knowingly placing Estrada in a dangerous environment with Lalonde. Uh, Ever had complained in writing. We have emails. They may not have known what she was that he was going to pee in her Gatorade, but they knew he was doing stuff.
4: I said that again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I mean, if you're gonna piss in a drink, that is diabolical. Because Gatorade already kind of tastes like electrolytes and salt. So yes,
4: it does.
1: That that, that motherfucker had a plan. Oh, yeah. My question is, how did he stop himself from pissing a lot? Because you know, he's you know, the, it off.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to like. Yeah,
1: I've, I've done the pissing in the cup. Right. Thing, and it's always hard to stop to stop from topping that bitch off. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, how did he steam? That must, he must have hated the hell out of them. Oh, he did it a lot. He became yeah. a pro at it. He was like, okay, three more drops. And nah. He'd go to the hospital. it would be like, three-fourths of a cup would be perfect. Three-fourths got it right here for you. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about, think about, think about the desert. Think about the <laughs> desert. Okay, I don't stop <laughs> All right.
3: All right. Uh, here's a dude
1: who's a therapist. And he's also charged with lewd acts. A licensed massage therapist was arrested Wednesday and charged with committing lewd acts on a 14-year-old girl that he was treating for a skin condition inside his notary business in Haines City.
4: Wow.
1: Xavier David Perez, 65, and they give his address, in Frostproof, uh, was charged with four counts of committing lewd and lascivious acts upon a child less than 16 years of age. According to reports, he was held at the Polk County Jail on Thursday without bond. Haynes City Police received a complaint from the girl's mother Saturday about Perez's actions while treating her daughter at the business Ideal Notary. Uh So he's a notary and a massage therapist. Wow! He <laughs> got two for one. <laughs> Apparently, she did get two for one. Yes, she did. The girl told police that Perez blindfolded her because you know you need to do that to treat skin conditions. Uh, and he performed lewd acts on her, saying he needed to do that type of treatment to correct her skin condition.
3: What?
1: what, what, what? <laughs> Something wrong with her coochie? Uh, I, I don't know that he touched her vagina, but he did <laughs> lewd acts. Lewd
4: acts? What else is lewd acts?
1: Uh, maybe he masturbated on her butt cheeks. You know, like you get on top of her, watch it on her front, and then you like squeeze them together and you put your dick in between them and you just kind of use that to jack them off. Uh-uh.
2: It's good for your skin. It's good for your mm-hmm. skin.
1: That's what I use to cure, uh you know, skin diseases.
4: So what he prescribed to a cup of cum and say rub this on your face and it get all the piss <laughs> yeah. away. He's a. I
1: think, he, I think he watched a lot of moral oral yo. You ever see that episode where he was, you know, helping the team win because he's pissing in their drinks. No. Uh, (laughs) More oil than classic, yo. You gotta watch that shit. Yeah, I've seen some of them, man. I I didn't see that one. Uh, Perez's business was searched by detectives who recovered numerous sex toys and condoms from inside the business.
4: Oh, yeah. He he probably been harassing a lot of
1: people. Yeah, he was a freak, man. And and why would you want to... Like, if you run a business and you're treating somebody's skin problems, what makes you pick her to fucking molest? Like, oh, you have fucked up skin. Yeah, you have Aww. fucked up skin. Now let me masturbate to it. No this is fact. some freaky <laughs> shit. Um, uh, speaking of freaky shit, this cable guy was accused of stealing a nine-year-old's panties. Oh, but- mm-hmm. yes, yes. I don't Maybe know. He has what- a daughter, and he, you know, she needs Christmas clothes or something. Well, what, what? Uh, what would be more disgusting, stealing the nine-year-old's panties or stealing nine-year-old panties?
4: Oh, they're mm. both
1: disgusting. Yeah, they're both. I was yeah. both yeah. Uh, alright, so at almost 1 o'clock on Friday, a caller reported a reporter, suspicious person on the 600 block of, and they give the address. There was a person riding a skateboard and possibly drinking alcohol in CVS parking lot. I don't know why. Just, what, oh, what is this, like a police blotter? It must be. Oh, well, then I'm not reading all this shit.
4: Some of these crimes have nothing to do with the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh so Thursday,
1: Thursday, police arrested a 39 year old man. The man was a direct TV installer and was allegedly caught stealing a 9 year old girl's underwear while he was at a job. The man was unaware the girl's mother saw him stealing Uh-oh. and called the police. The report states he's since been released from custody.
4: Wow. <laughs> How awkward was that? Uh, I guess direct TV <laughs> was real direct, wouldn't it? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well ma'am,
1: we're done here uh can you put the panties back <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yes <laughs> put them down uh all your stations are set up and uh i wonder why she didn't try to pimp that into free cable because that's what you
2: no know, that's what I, exactly what i was thinking
1: oh like i'm gonna Calling need that
2: uh, 50 gig uh dvr <laughs>
4: <laughs> i need access to the pay channels and, if you know and, what and i mean you get no me because i said that. uh they're gonna pay me for raping, for, for, and loan raping my child, but yet you want free cable? Come on. It's just panties, Karen. <laughs> child panties. rape and panties is totally two different things. But at least I'm getting money out the deal.
1: Uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you are, you, you have no soul.
4: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Speaking of having no soul, this person's soul is in heaven or hell. I don't uh-huh. know. A Newcastle man was hit by a car while allegedly fleeing from a store that he had just shoplifted. Oh uh, and he's dead now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's pronounced Sean Jones, who's forty, was pronounced dead. Uh he's been in the hospital since the accident on May nineteenth. Police said Jones was attempting to cross the eastbound lanes of a highway around nine PM because you know you want to do it when it's dark. You know? On a
2: highway. I, yeah. In the dark.
1: <laughs> Let's get I'll on the back. highway. When uh, he stepped in the path of a 1995 Ford Taurus driven by Deborah Masato, who's 58, oh my goodness, Jones is
4: was traumatizing then, to her.
1: He was then thrown about 30 feet before landing in the roadway. Ooh, she probably wow. and wow. Yes, Bo Jones look at him and- go. said, that again. look at him go!"
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yes. Uh, oh, and he did bounce.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jones and Masado were subsequently taken to a Christiana Hospital, and Masado was quickly treated and released. At the time, police did not believe Jones' injuries were life-threatening. Uh, at the crash scene, troopers noticed numerous bottles of lotion and hand soap scattered on the roadway and on the hood of the Taurus.
2: Wow! It just like splatter, like all this lotion and soap. And I just Aww. feel bad because
1: this obviously was going to jack off. Of course. <laughs> It's yes. obvious what he, he was trying to had the to do.
4: lotion, then he had the soap to clean afterwards. He was yeah. prepared.
1: He like, I need lube for my flashlight, And then bam, this happened. <laughs> Only thing he didn't steal was rags, potane. <laughs> An investigation determined that Jones had stolen the items from the deal store. Uh, just before the crash. Sounds like the dollar store. Probably is. Jones was in charge of shoplifting and cited for jaywalking
4: and fell oh, <laughs> That's crazy. I'm sure that's get. not
1: funny but that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was only going to do time for like shoplifting and jaywalking and now he's dead. He got the death
2: penalty. Yeah.
4: Yes he did. I Try was going to say it's
2: He's in the hospital and the cops come up. Uh, yeah let me uh, jaywalking just pay this when you get out.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say um, it was instant karma, but that sounds like bullshit to me because I don't think the karma for shoplifting is death. You know, it was like, oh, instant karma—he got hit by a car. Oh wait, he's dead. Oh, mm, not instant karma—that is ironic. Um, a sausage fan has therapy to break his addiction to bankers. What's a bank? (laughs) <laughs> well you know in oh. like uh, London they call sausage and like mashed potatoes bangers and mash oh that yeah. sounds
4: like a porn name
1: yeah that da- uh, bark- banger bonkers David Harding loves sausages so much that he's become the first man in Britain to undergo therapy in a bid to stop his 13 a day habit
2: that sounds like a porn site banger you know,
1: bonkers yes Okay, I'm not the only one, Yeah, it's like a sister of bang bros. <laughs> but, it's, but it's only for sausages. Uh, 47 year old dad of- You blue- sure the name of his site isn't Sausage Fest. Right, <laughs> sausage <laughs> party. it's Sausage Fest. It's like, I'm having a sausage party. And the party's in my mouth and all the bangers are invited. Um, <laughs> yes, Karen. Oh. It's a party in his mouth and everybody's coming. Yes. I'm going
2: banger bonkers.
1: 47 <laughs> year old dad of three has already shelled out nearly two thousand euros on counseling and hypnosis to break the spell of his addiction
4: well damn about about sausages he's gonna spend two thousand
1: dollars well the best part is that he admits he's no closer to freeing himself from his addiction
4: no enjoy your sausages
1: that was a lot of sausages you spent that money on yes uh he says I genuinely cannot bear the thought of living without sausages Drug addicts crave their fix. It's the same for me, except my
2: drug is a banger.
4: And every time I hear it, I keep thinking about gay porn. I'm sorry.
1: You know it's weird well, because
2: that kind of sounded like a dope hip hop song, you know? Yeah, I, like, I need man, a banger.
1: <laughs> I just, I just wonder why, um, like this dude, uh, like maybe he needs. I know we say hip hop is homophobic and it is, but maybe he could use a little homophobia in his life. <laughs> <clears throat> You can't be talking to dudes about sausages and bangers and never using <laughs> paws at all. Like, at all. I do draw the line here. You 20- there's, <laughs> such, there's such thing as man etiquette. And yeah. he, doesn't, he obviously doesn't know the boundaries. There are man laws for a reason. I know you said some of them were kind of homophobic. Yeah, but you this know, one They're, they're homophobic for a reason. Yeah, this one needs... He needs some homophobia in his life. Because I can't <laughs> picture talking to no, no therapist about... My 13 sausages a day habit, you know. If a man, if a man doesn't feel like he's hungry, I have no problem throwing his sausage in my mouth. Like okay, sir. Alright, sir. That's yes. man. <laughs> and I just violated.
4: Yes. And I just feel like I have to have five bangers a day. Yeah. What is wrong with you, sir? Banging all
1: over my mouth. Mm.
0: Wish mm. I could put all these sausages in my mouth at once.
1: Yes. Okay, Yo, hey, sir, you know you know what? Go sit over there. Timeout. <laughs> um, so here's this funny story. And it's not really funny, but it's funny to me. Uh, apparently, this dude was sleeping in his bed with his fiance when he heard an explosion at 2 a.m. Saturday. He ran toward the sound. His living room was in rubble, was basically rubble. And through the haze of smoke, he saw glowing taillights. Oh. A car had torn through his house, completely through it, front wall living room, dining room, and his boy's bedroom. Woo! His boys, Tyler, who's 10, and Hayden, who is four, 4, uh, the car drove through where their bed should have been. Wow. wow He could Yeah, he couldn't find them and he shouted for them desperate. His brother in law, Jesse Dada, who's twenty six, had been sleeping on the air mattress in the living room, because he's probably got his life together. Uh <laughs> Dada's face and arms were scraped and sliced by the car as it chur churned past him, leaving wow. him covered in blood. Dada found Tyler covered by the breeze and grabbed him and held him. Uh Rothbauer, the dude who owned the house, he searched for his son Hayden, the four-year-old. Hayden, he screamed. The driver of the 1998 Honda Accord, which stopped after plowing through the back fence and the children's jungle gym on the hood. Damn, he went through the whole house? Yeah. Crawled out of the car door and the driver, Crystal Lija, who's a woman, and she's 32, she stumbled around and she said, if you give me a thousand dollars, I'll help you fire your kids I
4: what? would have whooped the hell out of her drunk ass
1: <laughs> uh, and then uh, the owner of the house said it looked like she wanted to run uh, and he said get back in the dot 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 car which I can only assume is fucking those dots <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> cause that's what I would have said uh, to be polite
4: Yes, bitch if you get your ass back in that car me and you gonna be fighting out here I will whoop you with that junk gym
1: so uh, uh, suddenly his son appeared he'd been carried on his bed oh. into the backyard with the car deposited by a wave of junk that was once the house wow he was scratched but okay Um, so yeah that story's crazy like what would you do Q, Q you have kids man what would yeah, you do it. if that shit happened and that chick rolled up in your crib like that talking I'll give you a thousand dollars to find your kid
2: Yo, I I, you know, I got a couple machetes laying around here, so there might be some (laughs) slicing and dicing going on. But yeah, I mean...
1: Not as ratchet as a sword, but that is pretty fucking ratchet, my man. No, that is more ratchet than a sword, sir, having a machete. Like, machetes don't get cleaned. Motherfuckers keep their swords (laughs) polished. People kill people with machetes and throw the machete back under the bed. (laughs) You get Uh killed with dry people's blood and shit. Come on now.
2: You, know how, uh, you say like when you're Watching the news like you know please don't Be a black person please don't be a black person yeah. It's kind of like that for Latinos too Like I see that the driver of the car Is a Latina I'm like damn you Yeah. Know? then at the bottom Of this story if it was the story was in Denver at the bottom of the story There'd be a whole bunch of send that immigrant back To Mexico you know forget these Little you know farmers and all this stuff You know and all that stuff so When we watch the news we do the same thing like Please don't be a Latino Please
1: don't be a <laughs> Yeah, especially DUIs that kill people because that shit is always... Uh, yeah. Like, anytime that that shit turns out to be somebody that's uh, Latino, man, my, my city goes crazy. Yes. My, <laughs> they go heart, crazy. My
4: heart goes out, man, because it's, it's sad. It's almost like people just look for an excuse to just jump, and you're right. like... Everybody commit crimes and, and, and everybody does this thing, but for some reason certain crimes, they, they got your face, your telephone right. number, your background, your history. Everybody. Like I have
1: white friends with multiple DUIs that when they hear about a Mexican dude getting a DUI become crazy. They're like, this is <laughs> bullshit,
4: why are we even letting them here? I'm like, nigga, you, don't you breathe until your car started? Yes, and that's the thing, you breathe into your, you were late to work because you couldn't get that shit started. Right.
2: Come this on now. buddy funny, man.
4: Alright. Oh, um, yeah, go ahead Q, go ahead.
2: No, it's just insane. I mean, cuz recently, like a couple of years ago, there's actually a drunk uh illegal immigrant that drove into a Baskin Robbins and killed a kid and the city went insane. And he had been arrested before too and he was still in the country. And people yeah. went crazy and nothing, like the true racism of people came out there. Even if, you know, I've been I I I've been legal for a while. I was born in Panama. Um I was a uh, permanent resident for most of my life I became a US citizen like back in 03 but you know I'm here legally but still you got the brown skin you're an illegal immigrant go back to Mexico even though I was born in Panama but yeah it happens all the time
1: uh, um, alright well here's another story man stabbed in the chest Oh, think it was a machete oh, yeah. <laughs> a fight involving a sword of course a fucking sword of course more ratchet than machete. We don't get machete news on this podcast, Karen. No. The sword is the most ratchet weapon known to man. It's crazy. Anyway, um they brought the police to the address they give uh Friday night. A man wielding a sword was assaulted was assaulting several people at a residence. The fuck this nigga, Shinobi? <laughs> <laughs> Several people. This
4: is I goes, know he was going hell I know
1: he was Mitchell getting.
2: Guyton going down.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, he was getting attacked by the Leaf Village. <laughs> yeah. Normally,
1: Normally, it's just like one. Like he hit his friend in the chest, but I thought that's what I was gonna say. Uh, and as those people tried to keep the seller out of the house, uh, the uh oh, and so one dude, uh, I guess was trying to keep the dude out of the house and got stabbed in the chest with a sword. The man then began to challenge others outside to a fight. sword? Yeah. Now who else wants some Hollywood court? I oh, want none of you. When, <laughs> when officers arrived on the scene, they said the man would not listen to their commands and refused to stop when approaching police. And police used a CED taser to subdue the man and take him into custody.
4: Hell yeah, I would have too.
1: And bullet ball extreme.
4: Yes sir. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: And the man was a the man was a boyfriend of one of the residents in the home. I'm guessing that's a, a woman, but they didn't really say. Maybe he was. You think he was a gay samurai? I
4: I, I don't know. And um, uh, yeah. Everybody loves somebody because he's officially crazy. And if mm-hmm. I was his girlfriend, we would no longer be
1: dating. Yeah. Or maybe he was the boyfriend of a dude. He was like, I will slice you up. Do not even do not even come out here. No, thank you.
2: I wonder if these folks uh, with the swords, if when they're swinging them and stuff, if they're making like the sound effects. Like, come on! let's yeah. go.
1: I just wonder if they talk. I just wonder if they name their swords like Bleach. That's all yes. we I want
2: to know. I would
4: love that.
1: Kutanamaru, to me Start swinging on motherfuckers. Because I wouldn't fight you. Even if I had a gun, I wouldn't fight you if you named your sword. No. I would assume you could block my bullets with your sword and kill me. Yes, because you are <laughs>
4: insane.
1: That's how it goes in every anime I've ever watched. Yes. They've or never like had...
2: In... Go ahead, Q. Or like in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I think it's called The Green Destiny. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. Like, I've never seen the one where somebody pulled out a sword in an anime... And then they just got shot. Well, you just shot at them. And they was like,
4: "Ouch!" No, it's always like block, no. and now slice your head off. No, or either if uh, they come out and they start a crazy laugh, and then you see them start glowing and powering up. that's, right. that's your that's your cue. You
1: might want to leave. Like that's the problem. These motherfuckers own these swords, and they watch these anime shows, and then they start like thinking they believe that shit. So it's like they pull out their sword and then they start doing Dragon Ball Z yelling and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big, I'm yeah.
0: Anyway,
1: man, so he had significant injuries, probably because the police beat the shit out of him.
0: Yes, oh. they should have. I'm
1: sorry, yes. <laughs> I always love when they throw that shit in at the end. Like, uh, he had significant uh, injuries when he arrived at the hospital. No doubt, because he sliced the wrong motherfucker that night. Somebody yes. was like, "Yeah, uh, before
4: you uh, lock him up, can I get a kick in? I appreciate that." <laughs> yeah, see, and on top of that, motherfucker, you didn't listen to him, and they got to do extra paperwork on your ass. Come on. Um.
1: All right. So California could require condoms and porn. Nobody.
4: Wow. <laughs> uh, ain't nobody gonna be too. Nobody's about a fan that. of this. I don't you know. I don't
1: know why it bothers people's fantasies so. Cause like. <laughs> I don't know why. Like your dick cannot be that smart. That it's like, what is that a condom? Mm-mm, no, sir. Ew. Yeah, but but <laughs> somehow it must it must have an effect because porn they
4: fight that condom stuff every time this comes up. And I mean to and instead I understand why mm-hmm. because a lot of the uh, businesses really don't do what they're supposed to a lot of you know, some shady people fraud paper not a good people do what they're supposed to do but you have so many industries or, or companies that don't do it the proper way and it's for the safety of the actors right. and the performers that's the biggest part but at the same time I think for a lot of people they want to fuck without condoms in real life and they want to watch porn the same way they want to fuck in real life and they don't, just don't want to see a condom
1: that does explain why there's so many people on the earth of yeah, sex without condoms.
4: Americans love fucking, I don't know why we don't talk about sex but the most fuckingest country in the world Um, let's see,
1: foreign performers
4: in California would be
1: required to use condoms in sex scenes if draft rules uh, from state workplace safety officials advance out of the proposal phase so they had to write this shit into the workplace safety rules.
2: That's retarded.
1: So does that mean like if you work at McDonald's, they're gonna you know that sign they always have? Like you have to you have the right to have overtime pay if you work more than forty hours. Like, is that gonna be on the end if you're fucking you have the right to use a condom?
4: And you but you and the funny part about it, they probably have to because there's probably so many porn industries there mm-hmm. that they, they probably outpopulated the McDonald's, so they're like we got <laughs> we got to be sure that every motherfucker is covered here because we have all these people up in the woods to rent somebody's house out and the thing to me is that it's uh, sad because it's gonna hurt the porn industry because all people are gonna do is make uh, their offside uh, you know how people make home porn yeah. and they're gonna do that without condoms people just gonna flock there well that's what I like to watch, watch anyway uh, let's that's see
1: more it. real, but all I mean, but really, you know, y'all are giving this shit too much credit. Because really, this is more like them having to put a clause in there for people to use condoms and porn. Is like having every bath, is making sure that every bathroom is built with a sign that says, "Please wash your hands after touching your ass." Right. Like to me, that's <laughs> what it feels like. It's just it, shit that you shouldn't be doing anyway.
2: But even though, if I was like you know coming up, I was a wannabe porn star, I haven't done anything, and then I heard what pinky was talking about all the stuff that she yes, got while yes. doing stuff. like yeah um i'll take a box of those please
1: yeah that i mean like i, I don't think it would bother me uh because i would get used to it eventually but yes. i i'm I mean, I, I, it's just funny that you know that's such a huge deal man like if they put those condoms on people are
4: like uh-uh my dick does not like that and on top of that it would reduce uh, uh them getting sued because didn't some dudes sue them like sue a company over um, not wearing condoms and things like that. And I think that's what I that think that is. there
1: was a couple lawsuits, but who knows how those got settled and whatnot. And that's I'm sure true. they make you sign shit that yeah. you know to to make people um, back off of all that. But you know it's going to be interesting because you know nobody gives a fuck about them porn stars. They just be like, "Fuck without condoms, because I can't." You <laughs> 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 give a fuck about you getting no STD, Pinky? Get your ass back on stage. trying Otherwise to even we'll let them watch pornos without a condom. Home. Yeah, you're gonna be busting all over my nice sofa put that condom on boy like they literally act like I'm watching porn and they have a condom on now I have to put my condom on <laughs> like it's okay man you were never fucking her in the first place I don't know if y'all know this it's like those dudes that get mad cause like certain porn stars wanna fuck other people of other races um you're not fucking her sir I don't know if you realize this that is not your dick on the screen they get mad cause, uh, cause niggas like I don't know steal or whatever is getting cheated Right. Out of some pussy Right, like not right that Lexington can't fuck with you because your your vagina is pink. It's ridiculous. Why can't Lexington still get all the pussy? I don't get it.
4: I live vicariously through him, uh, but not Wesley Pipes. I would never talk to him. Oh a woman hell no! Right. Um, he probably talk the condom off, off his ass. Oh, he got on my nerves. Well,
1: so speaking of uh, getting on people's nerves, apparently Scottie Pippen hit a fucking nerve uh I, yes, Friday with a tweet that said, "Don't get me wrong, MJ was." And is the greatest. But LeBron could by all means get to his level someday. And um That's a lot all of, it said? Yep. Yes. And a lot of wow. people went way too fucking crazy yes, and they that's that. all it said yes, and um, people took that and ran with it.
2: Well the thing was he was on Mike and Mike in the morning mm-hmm. talking with, with the fellas and he was saying that LeBron may be better than uh Scott or Michael Jordan
1: that's a bit different now if he said See, that that's,
2: that's what I he said that's I what people were going off for and that's why he made that uh twitter post oh, but even he- was earlier than that yeah. he, he was kind of you know all having a pity party like in case y'all don't know I used to play this game that y'all cheer and root for or whatever. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, what what's your deal, you know? Usually, a- like You need some attention or something, I don't know.
1: I think he's entitled to that. Scotty Pippen is one of the greatest players I've ever seen play. And he's also one of the most disrespected players. And motherfuckers just don't value what his contribution to the team was and to those title runs uh, because motherfuckers just believe that scoring a whole lot of points is pretty much what basketball is about. So... You know, I think he is respected. He's in the Hall of Fame. He doesn't need to be out there like, "Don't forget about me." Well, he's he's he's, <laughs> he's he's the guy that is always brought up when that top fifty NBA players comes up. Every single time, he's the first guy that they go. Well, you know, first you got to take off Scotty, and that's very disrespectful. Because one, most of y'all motherfuckers ain't seen half of them dudes play. So what the fuck are you talking about? You know, I'm sure Jack Sigma was great, but I've never seen highlight the first of this nigga. Nope. Like, uh, so I'm not about to sit over here. Oh no, take Scotty off. I I think I, I think watching Scotty shut down Magic Johnson, one of those I can't believe this shit is happening moments of my life. You know, and but anyway, people don't respect that shit. But my point being, you know, get off of Scotty for a second. Saying LeBron may be better than Jordan is not a big deal to me. It, he might be one day. And and saying he might be right now, he could possibly be. Like, I think all he's saying is he has the potential to be better than Jordan. And he could be better than Jordan right now. We don't know because there's no way to compare, you know, time and all this shit. But he has skills that Jordan never had. His ability to pass that rock the way he does and see that floor court vision. Man, Jordan, as good as Jordan was, he's not a deity. He he was not passing at the level of Brian passing. And I like and I like Jordan. You know what I'm saying? He's like the greatest player I've ever seen.
2: But yeah, it's Jordan not, never lost a game. He never missed a shot. He's exactly. Like one of the game he played
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. The deification of Michael Jordan is one of the most interesting things I've ever been a part of or witnessed in my lifetime because I watched him. You know, also lose and also struggle. Uh, I think it might have been Q that brought it up. The commercial where he talks about having like 43 game winning misses. Yeah, quote unquote, you know, like I could have won the game on the shot, but I didn't. It happened. He had a commercial where he talked about it, and yet let any dude in the NBA miss a last second shot. The first thing that's brought up is the ghost of Michael Jordan, who was (laughs) the most perfectest player of all time, who never missed a shot. Like it's just amazing. Like I watched it, I was like, y'all act like he played six years, won six type championships, and retired. Like the nigga lost games, man. The yes, nigga he's he just like y'all. He Went he had the
4: playoffs too, come on.
1: He had critics too, you know? And yes, so he did. And so then some dude was like I was like, listen, another thing a lot of you guys don't know or don't talk about is Michael Jordan was six six at a time when most shooting guards were like six two in the NBA. So he came in and got added, had an immediate height advantage and revolutionized that position. Yes, he did. Because now you can't look on a team and find too many dudes that are 6'2 and don't play point, uh, point guard. That's true. Um, But, you know, that was one of the things that he changed in the game. But for a while, he was groundbreaking. The same way that a 6'8", 250-pound dude who's faster than everybody on the court, kind of groundbreaking. Yes, it is. And somebody was like, but Jordan was extra skinny. Nigga, he was never extra skinny. There used to be a time in the NBA where they told shooting guards not to lift weights. So, you know, all this like the that era of hand checking and every team was fighting. That's bullshit. Like yeah, the I NBA
2: people bring that
1: up. <laughs> yeah, the NBA gets weighed. Like it's so outrageous how the the idea that people have of what the NBA was and what it actually was back in the day. Because they the thing that happened is we didn't have league pass. We didn't have uh, TNT and ESPN yeah, showing us a game every night.
3: Covered.
1: There was no NBA TV.com or NBA TV uh t- channel on your on your on your uh local station. So you didn't get a chance to see the Bucks play the Clippers. True. Right. What you saw every Sunday were about the same six
4: good teams yes, the play each other so in different good. combinations. The Lakers, the Bulls, Indiana, Boston.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they would rotate some in and out. Like when Detroit, Houston was real good, yeah. Houston got on TV. When uh, Charlotte got good, they started like getting on, on TV. TV. But you only got to see the best of the NBA. When you get to the playoffs, you can finally see sixteen teams. But guess what? They're the best sixteen teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was. It's this a, a huge misconception about what. The uh, NBA was back in the day. It was good. It was not better than it is now, in my opinion. No. To me, that the, the idea of trying to shoot over a six eight uh, shooting guard is fucking ridiculous at this point. There's no more Jeff Hornacek or uh, Hershey Hawkins in the NBA today. You're never gonna see those dudes again. Ever. You're not gonna be six two shooting the, with your go to move being a set shot. Fuck you. Uh-huh. It does not happen anymore. And that can only happen back in that day. And the, all this hand checking bullshit they're talking about, nobody was hand checking Hersey Hawkins. This J wasn't that wet. Motherfuckers used to be wide open sometimes. There was like four or five teams that were really good at defense. And people act like the entire league was full of fist fights and flagrant fouls. Is it true. Like y'all watch y'all watch the Celtics play, you know, the Knicks, and yes, there probably was a fist fight. But if you would have watched any of the other twenty games that day, you would have seen the Suns running up and down the court like like nothing was like it was going out of style. Yes, sir. Anyway, man, I don't think Scott is crazy. Y'all need to get off my niggas' back. I think niggas need. To, I think niggas just want something to bitch about, and I think it just. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. We kind of follow some of the same people yeah. on Twitter, and they do this with everything. Everything is a fucking problem. Everything has to be blown out of proportion everything you know I I seen some I seen some tweets like I seen Budden tweet something the other day he was like he was like well still somebody's talking something about Kobe oh we saw Kobe score 80 some points show me the video of Wilt scoring 100 points and then I believe it. And I'm kinda like, okay, what well, <laughs> do I need? Do we need to show you the video of niggas being slaves? Right. It <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I like, wasn't, wasn't like, it wasn't to, to be, to be like, I was being serious. Like when you say shit like that, do you need to do you need to see a video of niggas sailing the seven seas to understand how we discovered america well yeah. show, me, show me columbus cutting out their hands i don't believe he tortured slaves <laughs> i don't see no i don't see no mad slave i don't see no mad indians i don't uh, know what y'all talking about Right, I got a couple quick stories. This one is, uh, some dude was on YouTube rapping about selling prescription drugs.
4: Oh, and who did his tattoos? The same dude did Gucci Mines?
1: Yeah, he got a star
4: on his tattoo on his face. Oh, um, he got one something across his face. Fo- his whole fucking face is tattooed.
2: Yeah, um... It looks it, like he has a roadrunner on the other side. Yes! <laughs> his name
4: is... <laughs> his, 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 his name is
1: Clyde Smith, aka Tattoo Face. That's a great name. Like who would have ever thought of some shit like that? Method's well, real name? Is that his real name? Clyde Smith? That's uh, the man. I thought I thought it was. I said I hope not. I don't know. I thought Clyde Smith was the dude that Raekwon pretended to be on uh Supreme Clientele. <laughs> when he disguised his voice, he's like, My name my name is Clyde Smith, never and I ain't even you know, I was like, God, nah, we know that's you, Raekwon. chill out. Um anyway, uh and also G Red of the Huma Louisiana-based rap outfit, The Rico Gang. Oh. Who apparently have been earning a living dealing prescription drugs and rap about it on homemade videos posted on YouTube.
4: And you know what? I gotta give them credit. They are rapping about that life. These niggas tell the truth. Yeah, they, they, yeah,
1: but see, this Get is the problem. Ready. This is why I support Rick Ross. Because I'd much rather be lied to by a, a dude with some talent then told the truth by some niggas that's just thugs. Yes, because you, you have stars on your face to be making making that face like Little John <laughs> breathing up your nostril. like it's he looked like, yo? He looked oh. like he looked like Little John is just in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> like the says, whole time. <laughs> it says uh, another trip to Texas. We going Doctor Shockman. He raps. I'm Domino's. on Pizza Hut. Call your nigga up because you know I deliver.
0: Mm, that doesn't
2: really huh. count, no. he missed the syllable at the end. Um, Smith- By the way, Method Man's real name is Clifford Smith. Oh,
0: shit. Well,
1: he said Deliver, so yeah. I guess he's saying like Pizza Hut, Deliver. Yeah, deliver, that must have been what and, like, it was. Crime shit. Yeah. Uh, Smith was pulled over last December for speeding and things just spiraled out of control. He, along with his fiance, Christian Pontiff, we
3: got Beyonce. Um, she got to look at that shit. And, wow.
1: And two other locals, Jason Pierce and Andrea Dehart, were pulled over by a state p- police trooper on U.S. 90 in December for allegedly going 19 miles over the speed limit. Cause you know when you hold holding weight, you need the speed. Um, he couldn't do that. He couldn't produce his driver's license, and other passengers gave conflicting stories about where they were coming from. When Mason asked Smith to step out the back to the back of the car. So put his hands up, which seems suspicious. <laughs> now that's not suspicious. If you black and the police start fucking with you, it is never wrong to assume you going downtown. Yeah, trust and, me. And
4: it's you, you do that so your ass won't get shot. Yeah, I
1: put I would put my fucking hands up. Suspicious, my ass. I'm black, and me being black is suspicious enough. I ain't taking no chance with your gat. No, yes, I will put no. my hands up. Man, my driving instructor taught us to put our hands on the steering wheel the white way. Hell the right yeah. Way. <laughs> the white way, way the right, right way. Said
2: it right. <laughs> you said it right, the white way. Um, maybe he was, was just listening to DJ Khaled and just following instruction.
1: And stay there! Um, <laughs> <laughs> after searching the car and finding multiple legally acquired prescription pill bottles from clinics in Texas, the group was taken to Troop C and questioned. So I say legally acquired. Why, did, why were they questioning this? Police told investigators they Why, were... the amount was so large. Maybe I think they typoed. That should be illegally acquired. Okay. They were taken to the trip, uh, to get medication in order to deal it in Louisiana. Uh so they all got they all got arrested. Um wow. prosecutors dug up the video of Smith rapping about his lifestyle on YouTube and played them in court to help secure a guilty verdict against him. Of
4: course. Nigga, that's how wow. you don't record shit. Like, what was
1: that like when it was like, okay, uh, did you have a drug? No, I didn't know. I would never do that, your honor. Play the clip. <laughs> we got Shoot. the drugs, nigga. We in court, nigga. I, I ain't lying, nigga. It's <laughs> yeah. not like you describing it today, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you got 4 and insight, too. Yeah. The judge trying to say I'm like, that I've got videos talking about my evidence. I'm just being real, yo. Talking I'm about my evidence. <laughs> I'm glad to see the police are doing their job because I have no problem with the police going after these hip hop artists or these these claimed rap artists or aspiring yeah. Cs that talk about the real shit that they have done in their music. Go after them, get them. We need them out of the game. Put their asses <laughs> under the jail. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
4: that's we need why I, to get don't, them. I don't mind being
1: lied to. I'm happy with being lied to. I'm yeah, lying. we need to get these dudes out of the hip hop. <laughs> like yeah, see, Rick, when, Rick Wall, when Rick when they pull up on Rick Ross and he's like, whoa, wait a minute, whoa. I used to be one of you guys calm down
0: <laughs> they okay, still, I'll,
1: I'll why do they me. oh go ahead I'm sorry no no you good I'm just saying I want them to pull up on these dudes who, who be like I committed a murder I committed a murder I stashed it under my house the nigga name was Red Lottie Dottie <laughs> 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 I, want, I want them to go to Red's house and check under the boys and find that body and put him in jail Yo, yes. so why why do they still have the videos, videos up on up. YouTube though what man, niggas what are y'all doing? Man. Of course y'all went to prison. Good riddance. You know, this is the kind of stuff that is destroying the hip hop culture. And people don't want people don't want me and Mr. uh Dark Hater to talk about it. They don't <laughs> want us to talk about it. People whenever I bring it up, they be like, Shut up, nigga. You get back over there and shuffle <laughs> like you at an HBCU. And I just
2: This is Rico gang, Pooh. What?
1: <laughs> Rico gang, nigga, we got the prescription drugs. You can with check your, the evidence. What your SAT scores is looking like, nigga. That's how we figure out how long we're gonna need to jump you in for this scholarship. Yeah, we got <laughs> drugs in the car, getting pulled over, put my hands up. It's like, <laughs> come on, dawg. Why, to why are me. you rapping about this? Nigga came to my mama house, but I got word from Ray. Left 15 minutes just ago, early yo. yesterday. <laughs> 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 Call your boy. Hey, yo, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. You think you think when they got caught, he was like, "Man, niggas out here snitching. Man, they must have infiltrated us. <laughs> who is the snitch? Who is the snitch? Oh, L- <laughs> who ain't told the police who was selling yeah. drugs? Uh, it's probably the nigga with the camera. I think. Why also, they, always, why they act like the police don't be following them? and keeping track of them. Why they always act like somebody told? One of y'all niggas told, okay? <laughs> the police, they had no reason to watch me. I only been arrested seven times. Now I'm saying, I don't <laughs> cause no trouble. Niggas only busted me a couple times with a little cocaine, no felony charge. So who were two told? Which one I of y'all checked, niggas Look, I checked the YouTube comments. I didn't see no officers on there. Now, look, <laughs> somebody <laughs> <in> snitching. Last <laughs> you know, time my boy nigga little Rick Rick got hit up. It was Officer OG number 79 that was posted comments on his forum page so i don't understand <laughs> how the hell i got caught and i don't see no police mans <laughs> in my tribe to my youtube page I'm, no, go, I'm about to go create an account called undercover officer just <laughs> start, just start <laughs> oh, comment, yeah. commenting on all these even ass videos
0: yo that shit would be yokes
1: hey all you got to do is go to every page and be like just put police 187 as right. your name go
0: right. there and be like we listened to your lyrics.
1: Yeah, we know about <laughs> you, Jamal. Them shits
4: was shut down. You go, you go back. Them like YouTube page you no longer. Well,
1: apparently real. not. These niggas went all the way to trial with this shit still up. All right, so um, here's the last story of the day, man. And I don't know how to feel about this. I got mixed emotions. My dad actually sent me this article. Apparently, Fifty Tyson is autistic. Yeah, and he's living with autism. And the name of this article is "Why I Haven't Let It Stop Me From Building a Career in the Music Industry." My name is 50 Tyson. I'm an 18-year-old autistic high school senior. I live in Minneapol Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Sorry. I, I wish have, you were like 50 Tyson, but. I, I live in you. Minneapolis. I have achieved my dream of becoming a rapper despite having autism. I'm 50 Tyson. I'm 50 Tyson. Mm-hmm. Right. On April 15th, <laughs> on April 15th, I released my debut album, 50 Tyson Presents the Rhythm of Autism, Volume 1. That's on April 15th. The name? On April 15th <laughs> I released my debut album On April 15th I released my debut album 50 Titans presents the Rhythm of Autism Volume 1 on April fifteenth, released my debut album, Fifty Tyson Presents The Rhythm of Autism, Volume One. All Fifty Every year, I plan to release an album during Autism Month, and I hope to inspire people living with autism and their families to pursue their goals. He did not write this like, shit. No, because there would have been a couple Fifty Tyson's in there—some red, white, all day, every days. Some I'm Fifty Tyson's. I have autisms. Like it's just no, no. I hate this article so much right now. I'm so sorry I, but he did not write this shit no. that sentence is entirely too long first of all it's a run-on sentence like it is the longest sentence ever yo he does not have that type of attention span okay we have seen we've heard his music all right so um it's all right just... <laughs> it's, it's like Mom- finney tyson is like the epitome of memento in ten seconds, yeah, that's what he is. He starts over all over again <laughs> after ten seconds, yo. He said, uh, I live a normal life. I have a lot of friends, and even played football this year for my high school. I am great. And by the way, I read an article from his football coach who said this shit is going to his head, and he's worried about it fucking with him. So anyway, I'm wow. grateful,
0: but he has autism,
1: right? I'm grateful yep. for my parents. I mean, because I'm what I'm scared of is that. All of a sudden, Gucci Man and Waka Flock are gonna come out and say, "Well, I also have ADHD or something," and now I'm supposed to feel sorry for their whack ass music too. No, like I'm sorry, this shit is still whack. Fifty Tyson, I'm look. I feel bad for you, man. I, I, and I hate that people are using you like this, but nobody is checking for your shit because they think it's nice that you got autism. And these these self righteous motherfuckers on Twitter, when I was like, "What? He got autism?" Because this shit is whack, and they was like, "Hey, bruh, Hey." Yes, yes, autism man. It and I'm like, on. and I'm like, yeah, but that's not why y'all started fucking with him at all. The first video you saw of Fifty Tyson wasn't somebody going, check out what this guy with autism is trying to do. No, it was ah, look at this motherfucker sign. <laughs> he sucks. But that's the same thing they did. So who is the dude out of Detroit? They did the freestyle, that everybody was always talking about the Porter dude. Boy Porter. Oh. What's his name? Eli Porter. Eli Porter, yes. That video was not because he kicked the illest freestyle ever. No. That shit was because he kicked the most autistic illest freestyle ever. That's what it was. And it was a joke, man. It was a fucking joke. And I felt bad watching that shit. I felt bad that a couple niggas from Detroit actually let the autistic nigga on they block. Step in and do a freestyle, video recorded it, upped it, and didn't even try to show that it was respectfully done. Like yeah. he's really trying to rap and we really think that people should listen because he's pretty good. Like even with 50 Tyson, you could do that. You could be like, hey man, he's trying to rap. He actually makes songs that we like. And I think this is a this is a huge step for somebody like this with this type of disability. But instead, it's yo that nigga 50 Tyson dropped another track, yo. That shit is exactly. fire, son. It's super fire, son.
0: Yo, check you're it out, check it out.
1: You're not, just, you're not better than me. You're not better than me. You laugh too. Yup. And I'm no, and, and just because I, I'm, I'm the one that's like, yeah, him having autism still think that shit's funny That's that nice. video is still funny i'm not laughing at his autism no as much as i'm laughing at how terrible this fucking rap is That's and nice. if y'all are so much better than me how many of y'all own 50 tyson presents the rhythm of autism volume one
2: yes how many are gonna bump it in their ride how many how many djs are gonna pump it in the club right you know
1: how many radio stations <laughs> gonna keep this shit on rotation i haven't heard no requests from 50 tyson no, and then, because and- they don't know about that shit. Only, only people who have YouTube accounts and pages in <laughs> <go> to world star <laughs> hip hop know about Fifty Tyson. You're not there. There's, there's not going to be a fucking music awards where you're going to see Fifty Tyson on the carpet. And they're and they're taking they're taking advantage of this dude's autism. Yes, they like are. Like people don't. I'm not saying discourage him from his dreams, but y'all have him believing that you're checking for him out of a good place when y'all are checking for him out of a bad place. Yeah, don't give a fuck y'all about like Fifty his, Tyson. And
4: exploit him.
1: Yeah, now that he's trying to be serious, y'all motherfuckers are not about to keep fucking with this dude. Hmm. Y'all about to get real, real uncaring about autism as soon as he's like alright man so why don't y'all go support my video they're about to be like yeah uh,
2: no, thank you now
1: that you put on a shirt and not rapping in the bathroom mirror I don't know if I can support this but I don't even know if I want to stand behind people just buying his album because they want to support his rapping ability because he has autism like don't we have enough handicapped people walking around that don't want to feel handicapped Right. Now, y'all, yeah. now y'all getting behind him because he is a handicapped person doing something like that I, I, mean, I, feel, I feel a certain way about that I don't like when people do that either well I'm not gonna front I would be okay if people and this is more because I don't believe these motherfuckers are gonna do this I think y'all are full of shit but I would be okay with y'all actually supporting this dude out of pure I just wanna support the fight against autism I'm gonna go to his concert I'm going to buy his paraphernalia. I'm going to bump his album. I would actually be like, you know what? That's cool. Because cause, what cause, the problem is, none of you motherfuckers will do that. All y'all are hypocrites. You sit up here and laugh at him. And now that I'm still laughing, even though I know he has autism, y'all think I'm the bad guy. Well, I'll be the fucking bad guy. This shit is hilarious. But did you read the third paragraph, dude? Like, okay, this kills me. Being a rapper has allowed me to become a spokesman for autism. How 50 Tyson how have you become a spokesperson for autism are you doing rapping at autism rallies are you le- are you, do you are you selling like 50 Tyson for autism shirts what are you doing that makes you the spokesperson I have yet to see you on anything that that you are the spokesperson for autism you are just the dude who has autism that became a YouTube phenomenon yeah people like to laugh at handicapped people because most of y'all going to hell Right. <laughs> right <along. laughs> yes. There's a reason there's a reason that everybody who listens to this show and all our guests didn't get raptured. And that's because we found 50 Tyson 50 hilarious. <laughs> right? That was the test. Yeah, like everybody
4: getting left
1: behind. Everybody's like, yo, you know what? God is gonna come down and he's gonna say, if you believe in me, then you should do No. What he's gonna do is send a 50 Tyson YouTube video and if your ass <laughs> looks at it and it goes, That's fucking hilarious. Hell. That's how it goes.
4: <laughs> oh, you gotta
1: read. You, oh my God, this is this whole article that makes me very. Being a rapper has allowed me to become a spokesperson a spokesman for autism. That makes me very happy because it's important that I do my part in raising money and awareness awareness for autism. I am proud to say twenty percent of my album proceeds will be donated to various autism charities. Autism impacts a lot of people, and we need to demonstrate there are ways to help us and make our lives better. I hate this article I hate this it's, article it's, and so, the thing so is, much it's just playing on people's sensitivity to the cause oh. and it's not even like okay well like I can just imagine him saying this in like an interview and then the host <laughs> is being like okay well why don't you kick a verse for us no oh. <laughs> no he gets up <laughs> like gangster freestyle cause if you hear him he is the illest nigga in the streets he got bodies he is 50 Tyson you know what I'm saying? Like his, uh, he fights people, and he he's part Fifty Cent, part Mike Tyson. Right. He shoots <laughs> niggas and chews their ears off. He's Fifty Tyson. I think like I just need it. Like if, if you're so serious, like that's the that would be the test. I will let everybody read this article, and the collective hearts of everyone will go, oh, oh, yes, I do want to support autism. It's terrible. And then you go, okay, now we're gonna drop a beat, and Fifty Tyson's is gonna <laughs> perform a little ditty. For you guys and then everybody will get up and walk out like uh no i have other shit to do i'm gonna close down my youtube now and uh do some other shit because if i watch i will laugh. right what is this concert gonna be like you no know, it does a bunch know, of motherfuckers does. in the crowd just cracking up yes <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's all
4: it's you gonna to be spit
1: that verse in court for the judge like you remember what you remember that Where they allowed him to go into like the Supreme Court or the court or whatever in in the South, and they just let Huey spit his song "Holly Berry," yeah, because he was like an outstanding young new artist on the come up. And I hate that shit. Yeah, I hate that. And they're doing it with him and autism here, and it. And it wouldn't be so bad if we didn't already have Waka Flocka and Roderick Davis and Claus. We have enough autism in the rap community. I think we're aware. <laughs> anyway, man, let's. Um,
2: uh, if, if you really care about autism, you can go to Autism Speaks, Autism Society. 100% of the proceeds. Yes. autism research and. Whatever. So if you really about care,
1: volunteer at a, just the autism. Yeah, place. if you give a fuck, do that. Don't keep promoting this. Dude. Don't go buy a Fifty Tyson album and be like, I support autism. No, See, you don't. You don't. don't. Like don't. you literally, you actually are literally pro autism if you buy his album. <laughs> that's like that, going that's this, is what you're doing, that's, dude. That's like going <laughs> to cycling class and saying I support Lance Armstrong's movement for cancer. Yeah. All, nah. right. <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough <laughs> of this shit. All right. This has been. The Black Guy Tips. I think we've been sufficiently tipped today. Uh, Go ahead and give a shout out to, to you guys. Uh, promote, promote your own shit. Uh, phenom Black, go ahead and tell them about Where's My 40 Acres. Word. So if you heard me, I'm the most ignorant of ignorant non atheist people. You can check me out at, <laughs> <laughs> at Where's My40acres.com where we do the whole hip hop thing. We are about real hip hop, ill hip hop, trill hip hop good feel hip hop and fuck Gucci Mane and Waka because they got their own lane it's not all art some of it's just bad and we go in on it real talk and check out our Eargasm album reviews uh, a lot of people like them so you probably will too well now that we've done our Phenom Black shout out he's on his piece let's go to my man Q and get a shout out for uh, you know of course uh, the Denver um, the folder uh, uh, weekly and for uh what was
2: it street Census? street com. that's the main one it's just a hip-hop blog with a whole bunch of lists you know top 10 producers on the mic or top seven r&b singers who rap better than chris brown you know i have those kind of lists on there um none of them matter it's just for fun to talk about it's not like gonna change the world or nothing well they matter they they matter to me buddy
1: yeah it sounds interesting to me yo don't no, down, don't don't you no. dare down yourself!
2: But I'm sure the Tupac heads will get mad because Tupac isn't number one on anything. So, oh, go on there and leave a comment.
1: Well, a lot <laughs> of a- well, well, maybe you, if you knew this, then maybe you have number no one. Did you know Tupac had autism? Oh, what? all right, man. This has been the Blackout Autist <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yo, Rod and Karen. Of course, you can find us on the Check out our blog post. I should be posting one within the next couple of days. Uh, of course, you can listen to the show straight from there. Find us on iTunes, Facebook, uh, Podomatic and Stitcher Radio. Uh, you know, leave us reviews. Five-star reviews get read on the show. You can email us to blackouttips at gmail.com. And you can call the show 704-557-0186. Uh, don't forget to follow us all on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime.
4: I'll say that again. that and D-A-T. Brandon is at Phenom Black.
1: P-H-E, uh Steve Fleet. I'm 50 Tyson. Oh, what? Go ahead.
0: P-H-E-N-O-P-P-H-E-N-O. I'm 50 P-H-E-N-O-M-B-L-A-K. Southside
1: West Minnesota where I'm from. Uh, what about you, uh, Q?
2: I'm Q underscore Salazar. Don't forget the underscore.
1: All right. Cool, man. All <laughs> right. Well, until next time, I
4: love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
0: Life go calm I'm just trying to be That's it Staying focused so my mind is free Watch the problems of the world go by like balloons If tomorrow comes down I might be too soon. too soon I want the boom and in the back of the truck Ain't nothing matter with a good dude Having a buck on my mind, I'm on the grind and pain. Break it down in these three ways. Yeah. These days I traveled a maze like Frank Beverly to the east, looking for pieces of a better me. Responsibility to my man's fellow. Fellow me. Celebrity status. Make them think I got celery. and I do sometimes. Still sunshine, ain't even all day. The life of a baller ain't even all play. I stack them. So the chips fall where they must. I ain't far from a bitch, a dude on the bus. Even when I don't have enough, still a God I trust. Said, baby, you're a star. That I'm on the cuss Seeing the tickiest as the stars Become dust And one love Become lust For the papers Had your gas Now that gas Became vapors Tricked your cash on ice Should've had acres Now your empire Fell like the Lakers So you're talking To your maker It's the nature Of the business they give giving niggas inches, taking miles And mules It's the wildest rules I'm trying to walk In the blacks In the proudest shoes Making music That the crowds you. use Your hotter days Of your life Gold days With sunshine and shade That's it Tender window grade Watch the problems of the world Go buy like light balloon tomorrow, come now That might be too soon Too soon I want 24 plus on these Put the Pinto engine and the bus on these I get that first class seat to escape the day We, we break, break it down that. in these three ways Check the life, I got that Antidote, cantaloupe, scent bent Back in the sunroom, froze Put your flick on pause and Pop a cool. cool snow occasion, niggas Just because I'm celebrating for a hell of a day Get these Barbie fillets on hot charcoal Tracks so black, dark old People train, blazing back. We them feed them fight, kids are gon' ball and race fists. Sit shut down for the struggle, come, come on, y'all resist. Everyday script, I exercise cheek. 16 on the bar, exercise speak. It's been a long time, long hours on the map. While y'all stand on the cornerstone, like Chris Cat. Like. Kiss back, watch your time. Chris back, every second count, but just finish this lap. You gamble on your life like casino slots. of cash out and still walk with a knock. Yo, holidays of your life, goes, man. With-